ever. The price you see is the price you pay plus tax. Sus saves you hundreds on their vast selection of over 500 new and used cars and trucks. So when you're looking at the sleek and powerful new GMC Terrain on Sus.net, you can focus on how you'll spend the hundreds you saved. Sus Buick GMC, where they treat you like family. Family owned for over 35 years at 1301 South Havana in Aurora. Buying or selling a home doesn't have to be stressful. Now there's a one-stop shop where they treat you right. Metro 21 Real Estate Group is taking the pain out of buying or selling a home. Lucas Akers and his team of agents are all over the Denver area, and they can help you save money. Why pay a 6% commission fee? With Metro 21 Real Estate Group, the total commission rate is as low as 3.99%. Call 303-430-HOME to find out how they can help you. Or check them out online at Metro21Homes.com to see the value of your home and to see what Lucas and his team can do for you. Whether you're looking for a home or selling yours, give them a call. It's Metro 21 Real Estate Group, 303-430-HOME. That's 303-430-HOME. Metro 21 Real Estate Group. And tell them you heard about what they have to offer on the radio. Hi, I'm Gary Bell of the law firm of Bell & Pollock. We are injury attorneys. We do only injury cases, have for years. In fact, for over 25 years. An accident is just another ordinary event for the insurance company, but it's anything but ordinary for you. Don't get hurt twice in the same accident. Once in the accident and again on the insurance claim. The insurance company has its own lawyers, its own doctors. Who do you have? Champions of the people. Bell & Pollock. Find us at championsofthepeople.com. That's right, championsofthepeople.com. For a reason, we'll help you. When friends and family come to visit, do what I do and take the short drive up the hill to Central City. It's only 30 minutes from the west side of town via I-70 and the Central City Casino Parkway. Central City offers everything your fun-seeking group desires. Hotels, dining, bars open 24-7, a craft brewery, and live casino action day or night. Central City isn't the big box, corporate-owned casino experience. It's Colorado-owned and operated, rich in history. Bring your friends and family, cruise I-70 to the parkway, and take KSE, Parker, Denver, the best sports talk all day long. Altitude 950, Denver's all sports station. Fox Sports trending now. Week 10 in the NFL came to a close on Monday night in Charlotte with the Panthers rolling over the Dolphins 45 to 21. Carolina's now 7 and 3 on the year. Quarterback Cam Newton threw four touchdown passes, two went to wide receiver Devin Funches. Carolina's now a half game back of New Orleans for the NFC South lead. Miami with that loss is now 4 and 5. News from the NFL where Dallas Cowboys owner Jerry Jones has been given a cease and desist order from the league's compensation committee due to his threats to sue the NFL over a proposed contract extension for Commissioner Roger Goodell. Meanwhile, Falcons owner Arthur Blank released a statement saying progress has been made on an extension for Goodell. NBA games of note, Cavaliers have a big rally in New York to beat the Knicks 104-101. Cleveland outscoring New York 43-25 in the final quarter. Warriors over the Magic 110-100. Golden State's 11-3 and tied with Houston for the top record in the West. I'm Eddie Garcia. We are Everyone is listening. This is Outkick the Coverage with Clay Travis. Get in and get hurt. I'm all over the place. You can find me on Twitter at Clay Travis and at Outkick, Facebook.com slash Outkick the Coverage. Outkick the Coverage with Clay Travis. Never stops rolling. By the way, if you go with multiple emoticons, I will end you. 
It's Outkick the Coverage with Clay Travis. Only thing that's on my mind is this town Here's Clay Travis. Live from the Geico Outkick Studios, where 15 minutes could save you 15% or more on car insurance. Visit geico.com for a free rate quote. As well, Duralast batteries designed to stand up to even the most extreme weather conditions. They're built with patented technology to reduce damage due to vibration and deliver the most power during startup. They're proven tough and sold only at AutoZone. Get in the zone, AutoZone. We are in the zone here, Hour 3, Outkick the Coverage. Encourage you to go download the podcast, as millions of you are doing every single month. Thank you for all the support, and we got a little bit of breaking news for you. Do we have the breaking news uh, sounder? Breaking news from Fox Sports. President Trump, who has been in Asia for the past over a week, I think he's still in Vietnam, maybe about to come back, maybe he's on his way back right now. He told the press pool that uh, this is a story, obviously, that impacts a lot of you waking up on the West Coast if you are UCLA fans. This had been previously reported a little bit, but I think I told you last week it was certain to happen, that Trump has gotten involved with President Xi of China. He has uh, the three UCLA basketball players being held in China on suspicion of shoplifting. Trump said as follows, what they did was unfortunate. You know you're talking about very long prison sentences uh, they do not play games. These are quotes from Donald Trump to the press in the back, I believe, of his airplane. Hopefully everything is going to work out, said President Trump. It's a very rough situation, but he said the president of China is helping out and, quote, he's been terrific on the subject, said he hopes that the UCLA basketball players will be coming home soon. That was news broken by CBS News White House correspondent Mark Noller. His tweets are what we just pulled from there. Uh, I've said that the, th- the way this has to end is with a LeVar Ball-Donald Trump joint press conference because nothing would be more 217 than 2017 than that. These two guys are very similar, LeVar Ball and Donald Trump, but I'm not surprised. Look, you can criticize Donald Trump certainly for a lot of different things, but I think on a personal level he is a sports fan. And it doesn't surprise me that he would be aware of that UCLA situation or that he would use what is a pretty good relationship with the president of China to try and get some relief for these UCLA basketball players who otherwise might be facing years in prison for these shoplifting charges in China. So uh, that is news that is just now breaking early this morning across the nation. Donald Trump getting involved in the issue. We'll talk with Petros Papadakis about this next segment as he wakes up uh, from AM 570 Sports in L.A., see how much they've been covering this in L.A. But I think this has been a pretty decent-sized story. Let me bring in the L.A. crew, Danny G. and Robert. I mean, this is a story that's gotten quite a bit of attention nationwide, but certainly in L.A. Uh, what's the verdict kind of on the ground in L.A. in terms of how this story is played? Here in L.A., a lot of the uh, commentary has been not necessarily about UCLA and Leangelo Ball specifically, but more about Lonzo Ball. He is the big star here in Los Angeles. So you'll actually hear a lot of commentary from fans and sports media types that they would actually wouldn't mind if UCLA just expelled those kids and kicked them off the team altogether because they don't really want to deal with – they don't think he's worth the headache, so to speak. So that's what you hear more likely around here. I think that there's certainly probably a case for that because he seems to be the worst of the Ball brothers when it comes to basketball, and probably the reality is – the reason why they took Leangelo is to preserve the, uh, and I always get the names mixed up, but I think Lamelo is he the youngest? Yep. Correct. 
Correct. Okay, he's the one who's supposed to be just uh, maybe the most talented of the Ball brothers, and obviously that's saying something because Alonzo went number two overall. Uh, but the expectation are is that, that at some point that that is going to be a uh, a big difference maker there for UCLA, and so Steve Alford is willing to uh, to maybe deal with the uh, the headache that is Lavar Ball on a day to day basis. So this is good news at least. I mean, I don't think anybody out there was like, oh, you know what, I want these guys to do uh, prison time. But I said this yesterday, and I'll reiterate it again today. We have a lot of college kids, and certainly a lot of high school kids, and even younger who start off their day listening to this show across the nation. If you go to a foreign country. Don't break the law. <laughs> I mean, I just, I, I, you know, like, I understand that kids make dumb decisions, uh, and that's probably in some way this was a competition because it appears that they may have stolen from multiple different stores, and maybe they got seduced by the fact that these are brands that they are used to seeing in America, and so they thought of themselves as in the equivalent of an American shopping mall. But Leangelo drives a Ferrari, doesn't he drive a Ferrari? His dad now has yeah. a $5 million house. Um, not that shoplifting is ever going to be excused, but it's not like he was shoplifting a loaf of bread, in, uh, you know, like Les Miserables style here, uh, to give you a little literary reference, uh, to eat. He was stealing luxury goods, and he's already got ample luxury goods in his $5 million house and probably stored in his Ferrari that he's driving on UCLA's campus. Like, this is not an intelligent decision. But I feel like this happens for a lot of times, American college kids. You know, you get overseas. I remember this happening when uh, when I was overseas. A lot of times people go to Mexico, for instance, for spring break. And the next thing you know, you're on the beach holding an open container and there's a Mexican police officer demanding money from you. And you're like, what are you talking about? Like, I'm going to give you money. And he's like, okay, well, then I can arrest you uh, in his broken English. Like, we oftentimes, I think almost all the time, take the American justice system for granted. That is, you never get pulled over in America, at least not that I've heard about any time recently, and a cop says, uh, hey, give me some money or I'm going to take you to jail. Like, I, I don't, I, as many things as you can say that are bad about what American police sometimes do and make mistakes, we don't have a rampant bribery system. We don't have a broken justice system where relatively insignificant crimes can lead to years in prison, by and large, certainly not on the first offense. And so this is a lesson to you. Those same protections do not exist in foreign countries. And my big issue with this decision from UCLA in the first place is why in the world do they take UCLA and Georgia Tech to China to play a basketball game? And especially if you are the state of California, which has banned state fund travel to eight different states in the United States over what you believe are discriminatory laws, how in the world do you justify going and playing a game in China? I mean, this is where I think American companies and American big business and American state institutions need to have their feet held to the fire. I despise fake morality. Right. I don't care uh, in general what decisions you guys make on a day to day basis. But when the state of California says, oh, we're not going to let people travel uh, on state funded dollars to Tennessee, Texas, North Carolina, Missouri, South Dakota, Kentucky, Alabama, eight different states. When they say that and then they also are fine with playing a game in China where they run over people in uh, in tanks if they try to stand up for democracy. I'm sorry, I gotta call you on what is rampant and absurd hypocrisy levels. You won't let somebody go play in Dallas 
but you'll let somebody travel all across the world and go play in China. And as a result, these three guys are now restricted from their travel. But again, breaking news, and we predicted this on this show. I told you that Donald Trump would get involved in this case. These are direct quotes from Air Force One. Uh, Donald Trump talking about the three UCLA basketball players being held in China on suspicion of shoplifting. What they did was unfortunate. You know you're talking about very long prison sentences. They did not play games. Uh, that is Donald Trump. And then he continues, hopefully everything's going to work out. It's a very rough situation. Uh, but he said he and the president of China have been talking and the president is helping out. And he's been terrific on that subject. And Trump said that he hopes the ball players would be coming home soon. Now, we talked about this last week. And again, that's news broken by CBS News White House correspondent Mark Noller. Donald Trump getting involved with the Ball family as only could happen in 2017. The only thing we need now, LeVar Ball and Donald Trump in a joint press conference, which would bring uh, the world down, I think, probably before all was said and done with that press conference. Um, we're going to talk with Petros Papadakis about that uh, momentarily. He's at AM 570 Sports in L.A. But you guys thoughts. Does this surprise you that Donald Trump has gotten involved, Jason Martin? It would surprise me if he didn't. Quite frankly, especially because he was traveling over there anyway, this was a very easy way for him to potentially get some positive PR, even though there will be some that will say, why is he stepping down to handle this? Well, the situation, because of the stupidity of Leandro and the other two kids involved here, despite the fact that they're young and young people make mistakes, the problem is when you're young and you make mistakes in certain countries, you don't get the second chance that you do in America. So it was a very easy move for Trump to do this because of his relationship uh, with the Chinese leadership over there. It was smart, quite frankly. It was a savvy move on his part to do it because it's not going to upset anybody that he went out to try and help in this situation. I can't imagine it would, so I'm not surprised at all. Yeah, a lot of people at ESPN probably going to be shocked, especially Jamel Hill, who said that Trump was a white supremacist. Pretty nice move for a white supremacist to help three black basketball players get out of serving time, prison time in China. Um, I don't know. Will they even cover this on ESPN? Uh, it'll be intriguing to see whether their opinion is to weigh in on how awful it is. Well, Leandro Ball is half white. <laughs> two and a, all right, two and a half black guys got arrested. <laughs> um, is, is, Clay, is, have you ever stolen anything? I never asked you that. I don't rem- I, I, I'm trying to think if I would have ever stolen anything. I don't really, re- I mean, certainly not as an adult. I mean, I, maybe when I was a kid, uh, you know, when you're like with your mom in the, uh, checkout line or something, like, I feel like I have a vague recollection of maybe putting a piece of, like a candy bar or something in the, in, you know, the, you know, you remember that? Like when you're, like you're so young that you were sitting still inside of your mom's, like, uh, like the, the, the thing that you, what was it, the cart? Like you're sitting there in the cart. Like I have a vague recollection of maybe getting a candy bar when I was a kid and going out of the store with the candy bar that we didn't pay for and my mom making me take it back in and apologize. But I don't remember, certainly not as an adult. I've never stolen anything from a store. Well, the reason I ask is because you think if you found out that they stole, like you said, a candy bar or, you know, a, a little backpack, like a Nike backpack, that you'd think people wouldn't be as upset about it that they stole from high-end department stores, that they might write it off as just them being young kids making dumb mistakes. But I don't. they don't do that in China. I mean, it, this is the thing. I well, mean, I know it, that, but I mean, do you think here that people wouldn't be as condemning them as hard? Oh, I think that happens all the time in America. I think the reason yeah. why this is a big story is because it happened in China and because they were facing three to ten years in prison. I mean, I, I don't remember the last guy, but it, it seems like it happens almost every year at uh, at bowl games, for instance. I can think of several different times where 
you know, they're allowed to give you whatever the number dollar figure is. It, recently, it happened at the Belk store, didn't it? Somebody can Google that. Like, yeah, the Arkansas player, right? The Arkansas player. Yeah, got popped for uh, for stealing from a Belk department store in the Belk Bowl. Like they got a free shopping spree, and then he stole a bunch of extra gear on top of that. So, look, I mean, I, I don't think this is an uncommon occurrence. I don't think it would be that big of a story if they'd done it, let's say, at the Westfield Mall in L.A., you know, like somewhere near – relatively near UCLA's campus if they'd gotten popped. Now, they'd still get in trouble, and they'd still deserve to be uh, suspended, I think, probably for multiple games because it's just a dumb thing to do as an adult. But I think the reason why this is such a massive story is because they did it in China and because China's punishment for making a decision like this, shoplifting, they don't mess around. You know, they put you in jail for three to ten years of hard labor, and, you know, as a result, there's a lot less shoplifting that goes on in China, I would bet, than goes on in the United States. Because the United States, you think, okay, I'm not going to really get severely punished even if I get caught uh, in uh, in China. I mean, look, you're willing to risk three years of your life in a hard prison camp uh, in order to get some sunglasses? I think most Chinese would probably say, uh, no, I'm not willing to make that trade. Yeah, that was Jeremy Sprinkle, tight end of uh, Arkansas. He stole boxer shorts, shirts, wallets, and socks. Yeah, at the Belk. Was that last year at the Belk yeah, Bowl? At the Belk yeah, it was, Bowl. it was like Literally, the very end of last I mean, year. Yeah. It's like the best product placement imaginable for the Belk Bowl. Like they got so much more attention over the, sh- over the players stealing their gear inside of their store than they did over that whole bowl game. The only thing I remember about that bowl game, I don't even remember who Arkansas was playing, just that Brett Bielma's team blew a huge lead and cost me a cover there. Um, all right, we will uh, go to Petros Papadakis. We'll talk about this situation in L.A. We'll get his perspective, as we do every single Tuesday, in Hour 3. But first, you've heard me talk about amazing shave I get from Dollar Shave Club razors, especially when I use it with their Dr. Carver's Shave Butter. Well, I'm here to tell you, I'm never giving up my membership. In fact, I'm adding even more DSC products to my daily routine. Dollar Shave Club makes products for your hair, face, skin, shower, everything you need. They have me looking and feeling amazing. It's all their own original stuff. They only use the finest premium ingredients, and they deliver it right to your house, just like they do their razors. That means no more annoying trips to the store, walking around. How often do you need a new razor and think, God, why do I have to go out to the store for this? How often do you need a new razor, body cleanser, hair gel, whatever you need, even butt wipes? They all come right to your house, and DSC has you covered head to toe. Now's a great time to give Dollar Shave Club a try. You can get their first month of their very best razor along with travel size versions of shave butter, body cleanser, and even butt wipes, five bucks. After that, replacement cartridges ship for just a few bucks a month. It's the DSC starter set. Get yours for just $5 exclusively at dollarshaveclub.com slash outkick. That's dollarshaveclub.com slash outkick. Sports Radio. Bounce them around, bounce them around. You want to come at the best? You'll end up just like the rest. Greatness is here for the taking. We never exaggerate. The best damn sports talk on your radio. I want to give them the best of what we got. That's great. This is Fox Sports Radio. Yeah. At Ferguson, service is our most important part. So if service is the part you're missing from your supply house, come into one of our 600 nationwide locations and let our team help yours. Whether it's tracking down those hard-to-find parts, having your order ready and waiting at our will call, or helping you manage your inventory with our SKU app and online ordering, the edge every trade professional needs is right around the corner. And with Ferguson Pro Plus, you'll earn redeemable points with every online purchase. Come into one of our locations or visit ferguson.com today. Hey girl, have you done something new with your scales? 
Using new moisturizer? Nice. It really brings out the hazel in your eyes. Oh, hold on. Are you using whitening strips too? Your fangs look good, girl. Really good. A really charming snake charmer? Surprising. What's not surprising? How much you could save by switching to Geico. Wait, what? Have you been doing Pilates too? Geico. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more. I'm Jerry, a driver leader with Schneider. When I started driving, we used paper logs. When Schneider switched to electronic logs in 2010, it was a learning curve for me and for the company. After seven years, Schneider has mastered e-log use, from technology integration to driver training and efficiency. The December mandate is coming. Don't suffer through your company's e-log growing pains. Get ahead of the curve with Schneider. Learn more about e-logs and apply to drive at schneiderjobs.com. That's schneiderjobs.com. Four million miles of open American roads. Now that's the gift that keeps on giving. Keep your car running newer, longer at Firestone Complete Auto Care. Get $100 off with a purchase of $500 or more. Whatever you drive, drive a Firestone. Offer valid November 16th through 19th. Eligible tires only. Additional fees may apply where lawful. Subject to restrictions. See store or drive a Firestone.com for full details. Hey there, hockey fans. Tune in Thursday on Altitude as your Colorado Avalanche go head-to-head with the Washington Capitals. The best hometown coverage starts Thursday at 6 with Puck Drop at 7. Altitude brings you all the best hockey action from the ice to the locker room all season long. For more behind-the-scenes exclusives and game previews, follow us on Twitter and like us on Facebook. Altitude Sports, your television home for Colorado Avalanche hockey. Berg Simpson is a law firm with a national reputation and proven results. Berg Simpson, your fighters for justice when the game is on the line. Go to BergSimpson.com. That's B-U-R-G Simpson.com. Good lawyers changing lives. This is Steve Berg of the Berg Simpson Law Firm. If you've been injured, don't leave the important choice of legal representation to just anyone. We have proven results. And you can check for yourself at BergSimpson.com. That's BergSimpson.com. Berg Simpson. Good lawyers changing lives. Halloween is over. Christmas music is playing. This is the time to start planning your Black Friday Christmas shopping strategy. And when does Black Friday begin? At Medved Chevrolet, it begins right now. Medved Chevrolet kicks off the holiday season with thousands in savings on Chevrolet Colorado and Silverado trucks, including 4x4s and 2500s. Get 0% APR financing for 72 months on select 2017 Chevy Malibus and 2017 Chevy Trax all-wheel drives. And Medved has low leases on all-wheel drive Chevy Equinox and Traverse. Go to MedvedChevrolet.com and click on the yellow specials button. Get Black Friday savings all month long. Medved Chevrolet on the I-25 corridor departs the 181 Ramp Castle Rock. And on I-70 and Wheat Ridge, exit Kipling, exit Ward, but exit the giant Medved Autoplex. Chevy, find new roads. Example, CV 3177 MSRP 24425 plus tax title and fees. Excludes model. Not all buyers will qualify. Subject to prior sales. See Medved for details. Expires 11-30-17. Altitude 950 is the home of the Nugget. And every Wednesday at noon, we're talking hoops. Former Nugget star Earl Boykins joins Hastings and Brownman. Jokic is a guy where it's, it's a huge disadvantage when he's that far out at the three point. To break down the Nuggets and the NBA. Watching a Nuggets play, the first pass will be a great pass. The next guy is not ready. The Earl Boykins basketball hour. Before you get the ball, you should know if you're going to shoot or drive the ball before it even comes to you. Wednesday at noon on Altitude 950. 
didn't wait. If I, I think the move here for Chip Kelly is to wait. My advice as the advisor to all coaches and all players is to wait a couple more weeks because some of those Pac-12 jobs will open up, and he, he knows all the all the secrets. He knows the, the way of the land. Ben Maller. The Ben Maller Show. I'm sorry. We're on the air right now. Weeknights, 2 a.m. Eastern, 11 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. Here we go. It's the NFL. Let's finish this out. And week 10 is in the books. Touchdown, Titans. Three touchdowns on the day for DeMarco. Devontae Adams, a spinning grab. A beautiful throw by Brett Hundley. He is good. Lambeau is good from 30 yards away. And the Jaguars have beaten the Los Angeles Chargers. We're keeping the focus on the field. And talking about it here. It's all your National Football League coverage on Fox Sports Radio. College football on Fox. Every game is everything. This Saturday, the Michigan Wolverines take on the Wisconsin Badger. Pass near side, gets by his man. He's going to take it into the end zone. Michigan versus Wisconsin. Saturday on Fox. There's a quick way you could save money. Switch to Geico. Go to Geico.com, and in 15 minutes, you could save 15% or more on car insurance. As well, with True Car, you can find out what other people in your area paid for the same car you're looking for, and on average, save three grand off MSRP. Whether you're looking for a new or used car, visit True Car to enjoy a more confident car buying experience. So, bring in my next guest, uh, Petros Papadakis. Uh, the Wall Street Journal is reporting that the UCLA basketball players who were arrested for shoplifting are flying back tonight, uh, which I guess would be – I always get crossed over in the time zones, but they're, what, 12 hours or so ahead of us. So uh, they're going to fly back Tuesday evening and land back in the United States on Wednesday, probably Wednesday, Wednesday morning. So Donald Trump got the three UCLA basketball players released per the Wall Street Journal – um, and, uh, that is a, uh, good news. I would imagine if you are a UCLA basketball fan, the new, uh, reality show starring LeVar Ball gonna have a one hell of an episode about the time that the kids got arrested in China. Petros, how much attention did you guys pay to this story on, uh, your show? A lot. A lot. It was an embarrassing story for a lot of people on a lot of different levels. It was, an interesting thing because you have a foreign country where mystery is really pervasive in China and people are always watching you in China. It's like a big brother state. So all that stuff was really intriguing to people. Plus just the galactic stupidity of these young guys to steal at a place like that or just steal when you're somebody's guest in the first place. Yeah, I mean, it was a crazy story because I think a lot of people criticize, certainly in the world of sports, there's so much talk about how awful the American justice system is, about how biased it is and everything else. And look, I'm not saying the American justice system is perfect, but I think if you're outside the country, you quickly realize, wow, if you get arrested in America, you're in better shape being arrested here than in anywhere else, really, I would argue, in the world, because we have an established system of jurisprudence. may not be perfect. No system is, but you understand how it works. In China, again, 
you go to jail for three to ten years if you shoplift. I mean, that is a uh, got to be a sobering thing. Now, I bet these kids, these 18-year-olds, they didn't have any thought about that. They're in China, and they're thinking, oh, it's basically the equivalent of America. I bet if they come on and they ever talk about this, they'll be like, wow. They had no idea what they were risking when they started stealing things in China. You know, it's really interesting because I've obviously been on a football team, and we took a lot of trips, and it was before the Internet era, and they still pounded into us that we represented something more and that we were going to embarrass the university or our families if we did something stupid. And, of course, we had guys do stupid things and get caught and make fools of themselves all the time. But we were told and we were prepped and we were completely and totally instructed on how to act. And I can't imagine that that didn't happen with this UCLA team. The chancellor, the athletic director, uh, Steve Alford, of course, they were all there. And it's just a real big embarrassment for the Pac-12, for college sports, for UCLA as an institution, which has a whole bunch of Asian students, a lot of connections with China. The whole thing has been a debacle and pretty interesting. Yeah, you know, and, and Petros, it's, it's a good point. I mean, you're probably right. They probably did set these kids down beforehand and say, of hey, Of course look, they claim, of on. course they <laughs> yeah. did. But and these they just kids didn't listen. obviously knuckleheaded out to steal in a place like that when you're somebody's guest. And this happens all the time. I'm not talking about the stealing. I'm talking about the traveling. Uh, one of my best friends from college went to Cuba with the USC baseball team, and they played the national team and traveled all over the place, and they had an amazing experience. College basketball teams travel to Europe. They travel to Asia. They travel to Mexico. We have Pac-12 teams playing Australia, and that's, I think, a really good part of college, to be able to travel and experience other cultures and be somebody's guest. You know, that's a good thing. This was just a very unfortunate incident that happened, and it happened to happen to a guy whose last name was Ball, even though he's the ninth man off the bench, and everybody went insane. I'm not sure if the balls were involved, if this would have made as much news, but it would have to because you have American people, American students incarcerated in China, and then you have the president there at the same time. I guess it would have made news anyway, but adding jello ball made it a lot bigger. Yeah, it certainly went to a different level based on uh, the balls kid being involved. So what should happen to them now? There's I a think lot of they got to get kicked off the team. Yeah, kicked off the team, you think, when they well, actually look, get back to Well, look, 2009, Rick Neuheisel had three players, uh, one named Paul Richardson, who's in the NFL right now, another one, his cousin named Shaq Richardson, who was a good player for Arizona, and Josh Shirley, a linebacker. They stole a laptop out of a bag, out of a cubbyhole from a classmate on campus, and Rick Neuheisel threw him off the team. He showed the team the video over and over again, He told them how stupid it was, and he threw all three of those guys off the team. And all three of them went on to have successful Pac-12 careers. So there is a precedent. Is that what you guys would call it in the legal world? Yeah, that's exactly what we'd call it. So you, um, and that's interesting. I don't remember that precedent at all. But you may know this better than I do. I know that the ball kid is not supposed to be that good. What about the other two players? Are they very good? Are they all bench guys? Yeah, they're big guys. Cody Riley. Yeah, those guys are big guys that play a lot. And this is half their whole recruiting class. And basketball players at UCLA are are very special and, to be honest, less expendable than football players. 
So I don't know what they're going to do. I think they should be thrown off. There's been so much attention to this. And this is another opportunity for UCLA, kind of like Chino Hills High School did, to divorce themselves from the Ball family. And, you know, forget about LaMelo. He's probably not going to be eligible anyway. He's in Hong Kong while his brother's incarcerated trying to sell a shoe <laughs> at a pop-up shop. So, I mean, I think UCLA can take a couple steps back as an institution from the ball thing and say, thank you, Lonzo, but we're done. Especially because LiAngelo, in theory, might be a four-year guy, right? I mean, he, he's not good enough to leave unless he just leaves of his own volition. So you might be stuck with LeVar Ball being involved in your program for four years. This gives you an opportunity to just kind of let him go, and then he can go wherever else he wants to go in the country. And uh, probably, I don't know, to a smaller L.A. area school would be my, my guess as to what would happen. Northridge um, is yeah. calling. Yeah, who knows? Um, but uh, but that seems like an interesting solution. But that is big news, by the way. If you're just waking up across the country, uh, the UCLA your long national nightmare is over. The three UCLA national, uh, three UCLA basketball players who were arrested in China for shoplifting are, according to the Wall Street Journal, have been released and are scheduled to be flown back to the United States this evening in China. And uh, Donald Trump was uh, was material in terms of his involvement in getting these guys released. How much time do you think you'll spend on this on the show this e- this afternoon? Will it be old news by then, or will you guys go in on this? Well, we'll go in on it just because it's so damn hilarious. Yes. You know, you knew these guys weren't being caned or beaten or their hands weren't being cut off, so you could have a laugh about it because they detained them in the hotel, which meant the Chinese were treating them differently right off the bat. And they had to. I mean, the guy that runs the Alibaba was lobbying for him very hard. That's the reason UCLA was there in Hangzhou to visit the Alibaba campus. That guy Ma is a huge fan of UCLA basketball. Jack he's Ma, right? Cool. Like he's a he's a huge, uh, like the biggest uh, entrepreneur in China, basically. Uh, and he's I didn't know he's a huge UCLA basketball fan. Yeah, he's worth a cool sixty billion or something like that. So right. and then you have the president and all the. U.S. government, the executive branch there. Uh, when Steve Alford and Dan Guerrero and the chancellor left and the kids weren't on that plane, I either thought, wow, they're going to be there forever or they know this will be resolved quickly. Either way, you want to get back. I, it, it will be interesting. Do you think the idea of even playing a game in China makes sense? Like, that's a big, is it just the value of the trip for the kids? Like, uh, well, you know, there's a lot of basketball, U.S. basketball traffic to China, whether it's ex-pros doing camps or people playing like Jimmer Fredette or people coaching or college trips like this, there's a lot of money to be made in China, uh, basketball-wise. There's billions of people there, and they love basketball, so this is not going to hinder anything like that. Yeah, no, there's no doubt about that. All right, today we've got, let's shift gears away from the Ball family drama, which you'll have plenty of time. You can hear Petros Afternoons with Matt Money Smith on AM 570 LA Sports. Uh, let's, uh, let's shift gears here to college football, something you and I both love, uh, quite a bit. Washington went down to Stanford, and as a result, the Pac-12's playoff title, playoff chances seem to be on life support. A I saw bit. it in person. They oh, went yeah. right down the tubes right in front of me. Yeah, so what did you think of that game? Did it surprise you? Yeah, I was surprised at the balls that Bryce Love had. I mean, this guy was literally playing on one leg and ended up carrying the ball 30 times for 170 yards. Washington went down the field, scored twice, and they were moving the ball again. They got stopped on a fourth and one, and they didn't do anything offensively for the rest of the game till another late drive when it was out of reach. 
So it was pretty interesting to watch Stanford dominate, especially since I saw him kind of fumble the game away up at Washington State and lose. So it was uh, it was enlightening to watch Bryce Love show that much heart as a guy under 200 pounds. I think you should get a trip to New York for the Heisman. And Washington just has struggled offensively in two games really badly now, and they kind of got exposed. And I think we got exposed as a conference and on the West Coast this year. We just don't have the juice. So who do you think right now? First of all, what game do you have this weekend? They pulled me off my game to do studio work. Oh, wow. Yeah. That's kind of a call-up, though. I don't know. I, I, I'm i going to miss my guys, but I, I was going to go to Happy Valley. We were going to State College to watch the Mike Riley crucifixion. Ah, uh, yes. But uh, now I'm staying back and doing studio, and then the week after that I'll finish up in the Pac-12 in Utah, and I'll be done. Nice. Okay, so if you were on the playoff committee, which four teams, because the playoff rankings are going to come out tonight, we'll be talking about them tomorrow on the right radio now? show. Yeah, which four would you have right now in? Well, obviously Alabama. Yes. Miami. Oklahoma. Am I really putting two ACC teams in? I think you got to put Clemson in right now, too. Yeah. I, I do. I mean, I That's think you got to put them both in right now. I mean, they're obviously going to play for the ACC title game, so the expectation would be that both those guys wouldn't be there. Are you with me that the turnover chain is fantastic and that everything about Miami football being back is great for college football? I am absolutely with you, completely and totally with you. And they're not the same kind of team as they used to be, but no team is the same as they used to be. You can't compare today's teams to back in the 80s. But I think Mark Richt understands their culture more than anybody could as a big-time coach in college football. They made a great hire, and he's got those guys juiced up and having a good time. And I did not expect them just to blow Notre Dame away like that. Notre Dame's a team that knows how to travel. Some of their home games are in, like, Yankee Stadium. <laughs> yes. So I, I thought it was really impressive. Uh, those two turnovers just ended the game early, and Miami had a party, and it was fun to watch. We're talking to Petros Papadakis, Afternoons with Matt Money Smith, AM 570 LA Sports. Many of you will be listening to him who are listening now in LA later this afternoon. So when you look at, uh, at the college football landscape right now, who's the best team? Because Alabama did not look that good against Mississippi State. Auburn absolutely took it to, uh, Georgia. And I actually think maybe you'd have to face, I, right now that line's down to around three points. I, I looked at, I watched that Auburn game and then I watched Alabama. Alabama would have gotten blown out if they had played like they did against Mississippi State on the road against Auburn. Now it's a rivalry game. They'll show up for that one. They'll play well. But I'm not sure Auburn's not going to win that game. Oh, you never know. I mean, now that Alabama's defense is beat up, they look a little more mortal because uh, we all like Hurts, the quarterback. But, I mean, the good news is he runs like a running back. The bad news is he throws it like a running back. <laughs> and Alabama, if their defense is beat up, is just not as scary. But the question is an impossible one to answer, especially this year. There is no great team in college football there is no best team in college football and the older i get the more and more i realize these are children and <laughs> they, yeah. they make all kinds of mistakes and it leads to excitement and that's why we love the sport it's so unpredictable within the tribalism and the culture that the, the sport creates it's really addictive but 
it's addictive because you never know what's going to happen. Kids make mistakes. It leads to big plays. They come out flat. Uh, they come out unable to execute for no reason, and coaches' hair falls out. It's it's really a fun chemistry experiment. But, I mean, Baker Mayfield, if he's hot, he's going to be tough to beat. And he, I think a special quarterback might be the difference this year uh, if one of these guys really gets hot down the stretch, like Deshaun Watson did. Yeah, there's no doubt about that. Speaking of uh, of play on the West Coast, you said it had been a disappointing season. Do you think Jim Morris survives? Let's say that they can get to 6-6. Six and six. You uh, ask I think me this that every would require week. to beat Cal. You ask me this every week. and yeah. uh, Every week is different, depending on what happens in the game. Yeah, the you know, if they lose 50 to nothing to USC, somebody might get angry and buy them out. They're now flying the... They are flying the banners over the stadium, which is a new thing here in Los Angeles. They're doing it for Dean Spanos. They did it for Steve Alford a couple of years ago, and now Morris getting the plain banner treatment. They won against Arizona State. Josh Rosen is awesome. He really is great, and he's got no receivers. But they gave up 484 yards of offense, or 584, and that's a trend and Jim Moore is a defensive coach, so if they really get blown out of the water by USC, I could imagine those voices getting a lot louder, a lot louder. We're talking to Petros Papadakis, AM570 Sports, with Matt Money-Smith in the afternoons there. Last question for you. How do you think Chip Kelly would do at Florida if he gets that job? I think he'd get it going. I don't think he wants to coach college football, like I tell you all the time. I think he's got that NFL fever that good NFL love, you don't have to recruit or anything like that or act like you're a, a family man. Uh, but he's going to get paid a whole lot of money to coach at Tennessee or Florida, and I expect that's where he'll end up. Unless he's, you know, wants to fall into a velvet chair at Arizona State or something. But I, I think he's going to go SEC. Outstanding stuff as always, Petros. We'll talk to you next week, my man. Love you. Thank you, guys. Fight on. <laughs> that is USC's finest, the captain of the losingest team in USC football history, Petros Papadakis. Let's bring in my guy, Eddie Garcia. Let's find out what's shaking in the world of sports. Well, Clay, as you mentioned, some breaking news. The Wall Street Journal reporting that three UCLA basketball players who were under investigation for shoplifting in China are going to be on a flight home today after President Trump intervened. He personally asked Chinese President Xi Jinping over the weekend to help resolve the case, and apparently that has happened. NFL Monday Night Football, Panthers beat the Dolphins 45-21. Carolina improves to 7-3 and with the win. Cam Newton had four touchdown passes. Miami with the loss drops to 4-5. and In the NBA, the Cavaliers storm back in the fourth quarter, beat the Knicks on the road. 104 to 101. Cleveland outscoring New York 43-25 in that final quarter. Warriors without the injured Steph Curry beat the Magic 110 to 100. Golden State 11 and 3, and tied with Houston for the top record in the West. And Clay, I threw this in here because I know you actually care about this sport. But what do the USA and Italy have in common? Well, yes. neither country will be competing in the World Cup in Russia next year. Uh, Sweden and Italy played to a nil-nil draw. And with that, Italy is out of the World Cup for the first time since 1958. A streak of 14 consecutive World Cup appearances is snapped. I can only imagine what the Italian Clay Travis is saying on Italian <laughs> Sports Talk Radio this morning. Probably going to be really high ratings for him. I might get a contract extension. But good stuff, as always, from Eddie Garcia.
Uh, yeah, I saw that, and I was like, man, Italy. You think it's bad America's not in the World Cup. Can you imagine waking up this morning in Italy? Um, final segment of the show up next. I think we got some Animal Thunderdome for you. Also, more updates on Donald Trump, Nobel Prize winning, potentially, savior of the UCLA men's basketball play- players. This is Outkick, the coverage. It's the NFL, separating the contenders from the also Rams. Hello, Cleveland. Meet the 49ers. How about them Cowboys? Uh, I mean the Eagles. Or those Rams. Touchdown, L.A. That's right. We're ramming it down your gullet. The NFL is covered here on Fox Sports Radio. Toughness brings out the best in an athlete, proven and tested over tough conditions like below zero, face-numbing winds, and frozen fingers. When it comes to your car's battery, there's no difference. That's why Duralast batteries are tested to perform in harsh conditions, out-toughing whatever winter throws its way. Get yourself a proven tough Duralast battery sold only at AutoZone. Visit AutoZone.com today and find an AutoZone store near you and make sure you get in the zone, AutoZone. I'm Jay Farner from Quicken Loans. Choosing the right mortgage lender involves much more than just a rate. Quicken Loans has earned 11 J.D. Power Awards for client satisfaction. And we invented Rocket Mortgage, a simpler, hassle-free way to get a mortgage completely online. No one else has anything like it. So choose Quicken Loans, America's number one online lender. Call Quicken Loans today at 800-QUICKEN or go to rocketmortgage.com. That's 800-QUICKEN. Equal housing lender, NMLS number 3030. Life doesn't stop for car trouble. Work, school, dentist appointments, the workout you wouldn't mind skipping. Our cars connect us to our lives. So wouldn't it be reassuring to know that our cars are up to the job? Enter Hum by Verizon, the technology that connects you to your car. Now you can check your car's health from your phone with vehicle diagnostics. Get advice on the go with a certified mechanics hotline. And if Hum detects a collision, it can send help automatically with 24-7 emergency assistance. Get Hum and get where you're going. Learn more at Hum.com. Worry less with Liberty Mutual Insurance. So your son got home safe last night? Tom said he had a flat tire. Yeah, he was out past curfew and got stuck on Route 1, but Liberty Mutual went out and took care of it for him. Liberty did what? Yeah, a flat jump or toe. It's no problem no matter where or when with their roadside assistance. What was he doing out so late anyway? Getting himself grounded for a month. (laughs) Visit us online to get a quote. You can leave worry behind when Liberty stands with you. Liberty Mutual Insurance. Optional 24-hour roadside assistance coverage. Coverage is underwritten by Liberty Mutual Insurance Company. Halloween is over. Christmas music is playing. This is the time to start planning your Black Friday Christmas shopping strategy. And when does Black Friday begin? At MedBed Chevrolet, it begins right now. MedBed Chevrolet kicks off the holiday season with thousands in savings on Chevrolet Colorado and Silverado trucks, including 4x4s and 2500s. Get 0% APR financing for 72 months on select 2017 Chevy Malibus and 2017 Chevy Trax all-wheel drives. And MedBed has low leases on all-wheel drive Chevy Equinox and Traverse. Go to MedBedChevrolet.com and click on the yellow specials button. Get Black Friday savings all month long. MedBed Chevrolet on the I-25 corridor departs a 181 ramp castle. And on I-70 in Wheat Ridge, exit Kipling, exit Ward, but exit the giant Medved Autoplex. Chevy, find new roads. Examples, CV 3177 and SRP 24425 plus tax title and fees. Excludes all model. Not all buyers will qualify. Subject to prior sales. See MedVet for details. Expires 11 This is John Elway. I joined the American financing team for one simple reason. 
They look out for homeowners in Colorado. They're solution providers and will take the time to understand your goals and objectives. Your needs may not be the same as your neighbors. Here's something I appreciate. They have only salary-based mortgage consultants and don't believe in pressure. That's different than most of the other guys. Pressure is fine on the field, but not for your home loan. It's called responsible lending, and that's what drives the culture at family-owned American financing. Are they any good? The Better Business Bureau has given them an A rating. If you're in the market for new home loan or refinance, I recommend calling American Financing at 303-695-7000. 303-695-7000 or visit their website at AmericanFinancing.net. Rates won't stay this low forever. It only takes 10 minutes to pre-qualify, and you may close in as fast as 10 days. American Financing, Colorado's home for home loans. NMLS 182334, regulated by the Division of Real Estate. This is the time of year when friends and family gather for old and new traditions, for giving thanks, and putting away the leftovers to hit the stores and fight the mobs to get the best Christmas deals. This year, skip the mob and go to the Black Friday event at MetVet in Castle Rock. Beat the winter snows and icy roads with discounts on an all-wheel drive Buick Enclave or Encore. Plus, MedVed has incredibly competitive leases on Buick luxury sedans. Experience the new Buick. Check out the all-new all-wheel drive GMC Terrain. And MedVed has discounts up to 13000 off MSRP on GMC Sierras and incredible leases on GMC Canyon. GMC, we are professional grade. There's no need to wait for Black Friday savings. Go to MedVed in Castle Rock and start a new tradition. MedVed Chevrolet Buick GMC. Just minutes south of Lincoln on the I-25 corridor. Depart the 181 ramp Castle Rock. Shop online at MedVedChevroletBuickGMC.com. Stop GT5352T MSRP49804 plus tax title and fees includes 599DH. Price includes non-qualifying GM discounts. Subject to fire sale with the group credit expires 11 Altitude 950. Got the new app rolled out. All Sports Station now has an app for your smartphone. Download our Altitude 950 app. I like the app. You gotta get a hold of it because this thing is really cool. This is beautiful. Completely free to download. Now you can listen live. Check out our podcast. Podcast of the shows. Anything you may have missed. Stream our show Find podcasts and listen to shows live. And contact all your favorite shows right in one place. You got it in the iTunes Store, your Android, Google Play, the Altitude 950 app. Fox Sports Radio. Okay. FS1. Don't laugh! This ain't reality TV! To find FS1 on your television, go to foxsports.com for details. FS1. Way it goes when you party just like I do. They used to block me off in high school. Take over the world when I'm on my Donald Trump. Look at all this money. Ain't that some? Take over the world when I'm on my Donald Trump. Look at all this money. Ain't that some? We gon' take over the world while these haters getting mad. That's why all That's my That's a well played by Danny G there as Donald Trump rides to the rescue to save the UCLA players. Although I don't think this is entirely a positive rap song about Donald Trump, but at least it ties in. What does it mean when Geico says just 15 minutes could save you 15% or more on car insurance? It means you probably should have gone to Geico.com 15 minutes ago. Big move by a white supremacist to save three black guys or two and a half black guys, if you want to get technical, um, from China. Donald Trump, we'll see how ESPN covers this. Uh, Donald Trump riding to the rescue, saving the UCLA men's basketball players from years in prison for shoplifting, theoretically. The guys are supposedly, according to the Wall Street Journal, going to fly back. But you know what we do? In this show, we unite the country. And nothing unites the country better than our war against animals. It's time for Animal Thunderdome. 
Ladies and gentlemen. I'm just glad I was there. Boys and girls. I thought he thought I was like this ginormous piece of chicken. Dying times here. I had a bullet constrictor stuck to my face. Sam, you have a what? This is Animal Thunderdome. Do we actually know what happened with the report that we gave out last week about the Tigers loose in Florida? Did anybody follow up on that report? I never saw any other major updates from it. As so are there fact. still Tigers on the loose, or did they figure out those weren't actually Tigers? I would imagine they had to have figured it out. And it but we never saw an update. Tigers. So we came no. on the air and reported there were Tigers loose in Florida, and then we never updated the fact that there weren't actually Tigers loose. Yeah, the last story that I saw, like it's going to really hurt us when it comes to the Nobel Prize going out. Yeah, I don't think you need to worry about that quite. Or the but or the Marconi Award. Don't we get Marconis? It's like the last stories that came out were on the 9th of November, which is when we reported the story. And then the next day, there were newspapers saying, "Have you seen a large cat in Miyaka City?" Like asking for more stuff. So I don't know if they just never found anything or what, but even I just actually pulled it up again to see if anything new has changed. And really, no. The newest updates that I see are still from the 9th and 10th. So it's just like either the Tigers have destroyed this entire place <laughs> and it no longer <laughs> Which, exists. Which, by the way, that's why might, might have happened because neither one of us had ever, none of us had ever heard of Mayaka City before. So Mayaka City might have just been leveled. Like the King Kong of Tigers has just wiped out the entire city and they can't get any any reports out. And the Tigers are just sitting in the mayor's office, just got his, his legs kicked up, just like living it up, having eaten everybody. Or they didn't actually have Tigers there. Yeah. I'm going to assume the latter because there's. I feel like we would know more if they had actually spotted Tigers and found Tigers. Maybe they found Bobcats and just didn't even report on it. But there's been nothing since the 10th. So, again, unless Tigers are now running Miyaka City... Uh, nothing new that we have. All right, what else we got? All right, well, you talk about the fight between the humans and the animals. The humans have fought back a couple of times against deer over the past few days, and I don't know that it was intentional. But first, a Wisconsin resident, she captured a video of a confused buck that was attempting to mate with her day, her neighbor's wooden deer lawn ornaments. So they had fake deer in their yard and a confused buck rolled in and tried to sleep with them and the video was captured in the neighborhood it struggles to mount a wooden statue of a doe in the neighbor's yard and then it sees a second deer because the first one apparently was not responding to its advances it goes to try and hump the second wooden deer also same trouble so deer trying to get its rocks off ends up completely unfulfilled sexually in the neighbor's yard in Wisconsin Glad we can report that. It's important news to bring the people across the nation early this morning on Tuesday. I think so, too. The other one, uh, an Ohio town, city of Lyndhurst, said in a Facebook post, three officers were finally able to corner a deer that had been spotted all over the area for multiple days with a plastic pumpkin stuck on its face. <laughs> the scene was the, the deer was seen wandering the area, mostly in South Euclid, Ohio, for several days. The pumpkin stuck to its face. Residents trying to track the animal, people trying to make just attempts to rescue this animal, couldn't do it. Finally, three police officers, like four or five days after they're watching this poor deer walk around with a plastic pumpkin from Halloween stuck on its face, finally were able to rescue this deer. Literally, apparently, like four or five days of pumpkin on this deer's face just walking around this town. I mean, the deer was clearly trying to eat in the pumpkin, right? And then the deer ended up with the plastic pumpkin that the kids used to walk around with stuck on its face. Can you imagine? 
I don't know of all the ways a deer could die, but it has to be pretty humiliating for a deer to just die because he can't get a plastic pumpkin off his mouth. Yeah, that's probably not good. Like, I imagine he didn't go home and show that to any of the other deer. Like, I guess he was just walking around by himself. Yeah, you're a little bit isolated. I guess you stay away from the family at that point because it's it's almost like you're naked and you have no clothes. you got nowhere to go and you don't want to go home. Finally, what do you feel or how do you feel about rescue animals, Clay? Not rescue animals, but support animals. Like when I mean, you're in an airport and you see dogs I mean, and things I like think that. You should, unless you're blind and you can't see, I think you shouldn't have to have a support animal. Like, I'm always on these airplanes. People are like, oh, I'm really stressed. I've got to fly with my animal. I don't want to sit next to your animal. So unless you're blind, I don't think you should have an animal. Okay, well, you're probably not going to like this. Ryan Boylan lives at the Island Walk Condominiums in Clearwater Beach, Florida. He rescued Brutus the squirrel last year in the aftermath of Hurricane Matthew. Found the squirrel trapped under someone's car. Quote, ever since then, I mean, oh, my God, I can't imagine not being around her. He apparently tried to register this squirrel as a support animal, but his condo association is now saying failed to submit proper paperwork. Never sought or received approval from the group before moving into the building. He replies, she's just like an inside cat. She just walks around and hides pecans and hazelnuts. Those are her two favorites. So he's got a service squirrel in his apartment, and the condo association wants him out. I think I'm going to go with the condo association. I agree with the condo association, too. Do you put the squirrel on a leash? Like, how do you... Like, wouldn't the squirrel just flee if you actually open the door? Like, that's not an actual pet. If you open the door and the pet will run, it doesn't count as a pet, right? Like, snakes aren't pets because they'll just leave. A dog or cat will come back. Every other pet that I can think of flees and goes out to nature. Squirrel cannot be a pet. Can't happen. I don't care how nice you've been to it. That's a lesson for the day. Squirrels aren't pets. I'm Clay Travis. Thanks for listening. Go download the show, Outkick, on iTunes. This has been Fox Sports Radio. Outkick the coverage with Clay Travis. I'm having that 659 feeling again. What? You know, that mini panic attack right before the workday starts when you're sure you've forgotten something? Nope, that's my favorite time of day. I work with CentOS, so I always know we're ready for the workday. They handle our uniforms, fire extinguishers, first aid, safety training, floor mats, and restroom supplies. I think I need to call CentOS. They might just make a morning person out of you. Oh, I'm ready! Learn how CentOS can help you get ready for the workday. Visit CentOS.com. The backyard's looking great, Rob. Thanks, man. I was planning on adding a deck, too. Know any good contractors? Why don't you just ask HomeAdvisor? Home what? HomeAdvisor.com. You just tell them about your project, and they match you with local pros that can do the job. Nice. Now, how much does it cost? Oh, HomeAdvisor's totally free to use. Plus, you can read customer reviews, check pricing, and book appointments for free. What's the website again? HomeAdvisor.com. Or just download the free HomeAdvisor app. HomeAdvisor. I'm Jay Farner from Quicken Loans. The rate today on a 30-year fixed-rate mortgage is 3.875%, APR 4.05%. But choosing the right mortgage lender means choosing much more than just a rate. Let me ask you, does calling the company with the best client service in America, with 11 J.D. Power Awards to prove it, matter? Does calling the company that invented Rocket Mortgage, the industry's most innovative, client-focused technology, matter? Does calling the company with 17,000-plus team members who are helping to rebuild the great cities of Detroit and Cleveland matter? Of course it matters. No wonder our clients have made Quicken Loans America's number one online lender. Call Quicken Loans today at 800-QUICKEN or go to rocketmortgage.com for the best mortgage experience on earth. That's 800-QUICKEN.
Call for cost information and conditions. Equal housing lender licensed in all 50 states. NMLSConsumerAccess.org, number 3030. Sam's number three. The Reuben Melt. It's new on the menu. Pop as big as a house burrito. Saucy and cheesy and meaty. The variety of their menu. There's all types of food here. Um, I had the Havana skillet. Friendly environment. And I grew up on the food. There's nothing better than green chili and football on a Sunday morning. Good food. Good people. Sam's number three in Aurora off Havana and Park in Glendale off Cherry and Leedsdale and downtown 15th and Curtis. John Elway here. Nothing's better than being at home. The people of Colorado agree, and they trust American financing for their home loans. They have helped tens of thousands of Coloradans. Now is the time to refinance. You can consolidate debt, pay off high interest rate credit cards, and save money each month. It only takes 10 minutes to pre-qualify, and you may close in as fast as 10 days. What makes me a fan? They have only salary-based mortgage consultants and don't believe in pressure. Pressure is fine on the field, but not for your home loan. American Financing has no upfront fees and will customize a loan program to fit your financial goals. The Better Business Bureau has given them an A rating. If you're even thinking about refinancing or purchasing a home, call American Financing today at 303-695-7000. This is John Elway. See what they can do for you before the rates go up. American Financing, Colorado's home for home loans. NMLS 182334, regulated by the Division of Real Estate. Before the holidays, it's the little things at CVS Pharmacy that help get you ready for the season. Like M&M's for your holiday baking, now two bags for $5. And personalized gifts made from your favorite photos. CVS Pharmacy offers so many other little things, too, like a $10 CVS Pharmacy cash card, yours when you spend $30 on select items, including Honey Nut Cheerios, now $1.99. Head to your neighborhood CVS Pharmacy today and save big on all the little things for everyone on your list. J.C. Dodge Construction understands. It's my home, my business, my investment. No matter what the job, big or small, with all the permits and logistics, navigating the world of construction is challenging. Communication can be daunting, and through it all, you've got your own busy life. At J.C. Dodge Construction, we'll manage the architects, the framers, electricians, plumbers, roofers, and painters to get the job done. J.C. Dodge can act as pre-construction consultants, or we can do what we do best, build. Commercial, residential, and tenant finish. Whether you have a drawing on a napkin or finalized plans. As general contractors, J.C. Dodge Construction can execute your project from design to finish. On time, on budget, and always to the highest of standards. Because quality is how we measure success. J.C. Dodge Construction. Promises kept. Call 720-613-5500 or online at jcdodgeconstruction.com. KKSE. Parker. Denver. The best sports talk all day long. Altitude 950. Denver's all sports station. Live from the Altitude 950 studios. The Vic Lombardi Show starts now. Ladies and gentlemen. Boys and girls, children of all ages, at the ones and twos, for the Vic Lombardi Show, the hardest working man in Denver, make some noise for Jesse Trujillo. On the wing, the man whose last name is impossible to pronounce, Marty O. At forward, the big redhead, notorious shoulder driver, H. W. Peterson! And in the hot seat, wearing the fancy black shorts. And he's always right. Thinks he's always right. 
James Manchester Merlat. And the man in the middle, he's a small man, but he's a good doctor, attorney at flaw. Make some noise. Everybody up on your feet. No one sitting in your seat. It's time to meet Vic Lombardi. Yeah! Lillard gets a high pick from Nurkic, goes to the left hand, takes a long three. Missed it. And the rebound down to Will Barton. Barton has it across the timeline. No look pass for Reading the dunk with two hands. Great look by Will Barton. Nuggets are within three late in the first half, 52 to 49. Well, that didn't end well. The Nuggets lose in the Great Northwest last night to the Portland Trail Blazers, 99-82. We will visit with uh, some Nuggets personnel at some point today. We'll talk to Akib Talib, and we'll hear from Jeff Legwald. Welcome to the Vic Lombardi Show. Joined by H.W. Will Peterson and James Manchester Merrillat. Fellas, how are you? Doing well, Vic. How are you? I'm awake. Uh, that game last night, second half was hard to watch. You know, I was all excited because they cut the lead to five at the half. And then in the third quarter, Portland just took over. My hot take is going to be all about that Nuggets game, so I don't want to go too deep on this. But uh, I, those are games, again, that's the next level. There are different barriers you have to overcome to become a playoff team. The next one for the Nuggets is winning those tough divisional road games. Yeah, it was disappointing. I mean, the the, the third quarter, they just couldn't score the basketball, and you're right. We talked about it yesterday. It was the beating the Thunder at home was taking the next step. Beating the Blazers on the road was taking the next step. Uh, they took one step. They didn't take two. But that's okay because they have an easy schedule still coming up. But still, it was a uh, it was a tough third quarter for the Nuggets last night. Let me ask you guys this question, just as a Nuggets fan, and in terms of how fans view games and how satisfied fans are with wins and upset with losses. Would you trade the home victory against Oklahoma City for a road victory at Portland? Would you make that trade? I don't. I I don't see the benefit in that. Really, no. I I think you're at exactly the same point. Uh, I think you're better off establishing that you know what we're really really hard to beat in Denver, uh, playing at altitude. And I I, I would take the home win. I, I think if this team's going to be a playoff team and be a legit. Uh, contender, they have to win 30 games at home, so I'd take the home win over what I think is going to be a pretty good team. I guess the most disturbing part of the game last night is just being held to 33 points in the second half. I mean, when's the last time the Nuggets only managed 33 and a half, right? This is the team that hit, they hit 40 and a quarter the other night. 33 and a half. They ain't going to get it done. Well, there's two things that were disturbing to me. That is one of them. I mean, Nuggets aren't going to beat anybody scoring 82 points. They're not. Uh, I didn't like the way the center matchup went last night. I no. just didn't. I mean, no. if you're going to be a top 15 player, you can't go out and get beat up or dominated by Yusuf Nurkic. You can't. You got to win that matchup. You can't go two for nine. I mean, uh, it, you know, uh, in terms of taking the next step, right? It's, it's showing up for those kind of matchups. It's a guy that's got an axe to grind against you, your coach, your team, and you got to show up and not let him take over the game. And Yusuf Nurkic took over the game in 17 points. You know what I ultimately had a problem with? And again, this goes, this is a, I don't know, maybe it's personal. Maybe it comes down to, James, because I know you are as competitive as I am and, and, and HW, I'm not sure how competitive you guys get in your softball leagues. But the bottom line is, I can't stand all the kissy-kissy stuff, the kissy-lovey stuff 
before and after games with guys you're playing against. I agree. I just can't stand it. And I saw too much of it yesterday. I saw it before the game. I saw it after the game. You just lost, okay? Just get off the court. Why does that bother me so much? Uh, I, because we're old school, Vic. I mean, we grew up watching the, the Celtics and the Lakers and they were taking each other's heads off. Uh, you know, and I, do we need to go to that degree? No, but you know, it, it, it's a, you should never be happy after a loss. And it, it just bothers me because it's like, well, I feel like I cared more for that three hours and I felt worse when it was over than the guys who were out there, which probably isn't true, but that's how you feel. When you see him smiling and hugging, I have no that's problem with a little, with a little a handshake and a yeah. bro hug and stuff like that. That's fine. You can be a good sport. I got no problem with that. I, I, I don't like the, the smiles and the laughs and the, Hey, we're buddy, buddy. It, it just feels a little too much like, um, you know, it, it, it's all a bit of a charade and it's everybody's too fraternal. Get, yes, it's, exactly. It's way too fraternal. This is a competition. This is a team that essentially knocked you out of the postseason last year. That loss, March 28th in Portland, was a decisive game, a decisive loss for the Nuggets. And they lost to a guy they traded there. The last thing I want to see is you making out with that guy. Yeah. No, I'm I'm with you. I, I'm with you. And, you know, I I wanted to see the opposite. I wanted to see uh, taking it to that guy. I wanted to see, um, you know what, even if we lose, if he has two points, uh, that's, that's better. We're going to, you know, we're going to make him have a rough night. I wanted to see that, and instead I think we got a little bit of the opposite. So, um, you know, I, I think that's part of the development, though, because there's that there's that edge that I think the really, really good teams have. Yes. I, I think Golden State, for as flashy as they are, right, and they've got a bunch of guys who like to shoot it the moment they walk into the gym, they think they're open. That team's got a little bit of an edge. In, no doubt. In, Draymond brings it, obviously, but... Steph's the guy who's chucking his mouthpiece at refs and get, like they have an edge. Durant that, plays with an attitude. Exactly, and I don't think people would think that because they're high flying, but they have an edge. The Nuggets need that edge, and when you lose a game to a division team on the road, your rival—I mean, right now I would say Portland is their rival. You gotta, you gotta storm into the locker room ticked off. Mm-hmm. And that's just to me, that's the right reaction to it. Um, and so I think that's kind of the next developmental thing that this team really needs. Which is why, and I know it's a stupid question, I think I would have traded a Portland win on the road for a home win against OKC. I know it means nothing, but winning those road games against division rivals, that's a, that's the next step. When you can do that, when you can go on the road, especially there, where the Nuggets have now lost nine straight. I I do have a silver lining. I'm going to save it for my hot take com- coming up momentarily. I want to welcome back Jesse Trujillo, who uh, just got back from Sweden. When did you hit ground here in uh, the United States, Jesse? Uh, about 6.20 last night. Why Why so long? The game ended on Saturday. That was the flight I had. I had a 16-hour <laughs> layover in Iceland. Wait, wait, wait. wait. You, had a, you had a four-day flight? Oh, no, the, that was the flight that was booked back, was leaving Sunday night, which I was glad because I got to sightsee Sunday in Sweden, had a eight-hour bus tour in Iceland yesterday, so I had a good time. I understand the sightseeing was very limited in Stockholm because the sun went down at 3.30. That's very true, yes. That is weird. Yeah. Just hanging out at 3.30 and all of a sudden, boom, it's dark. Yeah, except in the summertime, they say it's a light from 5 a.m. to almost midnight. What was it like working with those Ottawa Senators? Uh, I'll have to tell you this off, 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 
off the radio, but I didn't end up having to work for them. Oh. Yeah. So I'll, I'll tell you off the air. Oh, interesting. Yeah. Okay. Interesting. Went all the way to Sweden to get told, yeah, yeah we don't Free need trip. you. Yeah. <laughs> so I, I spent my time with Mosier, which I'm, I'm happy I got to. So That's outstanding. Yeah. Just a free trip for Jesse. Yeah. See if we can dial up a few more of those. Well, welcome back, my friend. So Thank much you. has changed since you've been gone. I mean, the Broncos lost again. Hey, guys, I know you heard the uh, Vance Joseph press conference. Oh, and Will. You asked a question at the end there. I heard you asked a great question. Yeah. Did you I, like the answer? I gotta be honest, Vic. I was kind of in FU mode, so I, uh, I asked just for you. <laughs> See? See how that works? Yeah. I, I See was, the motivation? I was sitting there going, you know what? Vic kind of ticked me off this morning, so I'm gonna ask a question. <laughs> and? And, and? I, 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 you know what, Vic? Uh, I don't want to pat myself on the back too much, but, I made news yesterday. Because well, did you get attacked by Secret Service? Did no, you get kicked out of the complex? Did I anybody didn't. threaten your life? All right, then. But because of my question yesterday, Vic, we found out that Paxton Lynch may not play football this year See, because of my question. There you go. Yeah. We you ask these questions on the show every morning. Why don't we ask them the questions we ask each other? We fight amongst each other. We beat the crap out of each other. We pull each other's hair out. Why don't we reserve that kind of stuff for them? Will made my point yesterday. He made my point. We had to go down there as a show, someone from the show, to ask the questions because the minions won't. They Good. sat there for 10 weeks not asking the freaking question. And I don't want to get to my hot take, so I'll, I'll, yeah. I'll leave it at that. Leave but it there. HW went down and made my point because it was finally someone in the room who didn't get their talking points from Broncos PR Congrats to HW. And, hey, we actually learned something. So Paxton Lynch is not going to play football this year was my impression from Vance Joseph's answer yesterday Insanity. to my question, which, Vic, we've got to dive into that because this is now Great. weird. This is Great. now weird, Vic. It's been three months since he had a, quote, unquote, minor injury. And Vance Joseph yesterday, when I asked him, is Paxton Lynch going to play football this year, he says, quote, I'm not sure. This is weird, and we now, need to dive into this this I'll morning. I'll explain it to you in my hot take. Okay. Well, I want to also translate the entire press conference. I want to play that game where we hear, and then we translate, because there are a lot of things that I just shook my head going, what does he mean? What What does he mean right now? Did you hear, Mo did you hear Mosier and the guys yesterday? Yes, I heard they the same just, thing. They just crushed Vance Joseph. They crushed him. And I was in the room yesterday. That press conference was uninspiring, to say the least. I would use some other words if I could. It was awful. Yeah, well, it, again, it was awful Shocker, because he's been that way since the day he was introduced. I know, but coach. yesterday was particularly bad. He mm. wasn't even making sense at certain points. No, let's well, I'm just proud of you, H.W., I'm proud that you showed the Cleones, you got down there and you asked a damn question that was on your mind for weeks. You know, when you want to get something done, you got to do it yourself sometimes. You did it yourself, and now we have a talking point. Yeah, See you how should, that works? You should make me mad more often, because maybe I'll do yeah. it again, you know? <laughs> maybe maybe now you'll go next level and go to a Nuggets practice. Whoa! I go to Nuggets Whoa. all the time. Whoa! Whoa! You're unbelievable. I know I am. Hey, coming up next, our piping hot takes. Don't forget to keep to leave at 815. Jeff Legwald at 9 o'clock. You got the Vic Lombardi Show. Thanks for listening to Altitude 950. I want to take a minute this morning to tell you that it's not too late to re-examine your mortgage, and that's why you should call my friends at American Financing. Give them a ring, 303-695-7000. Check them out online at AmericanFinancing.net. With the recent talk about changes to the Federal Reserve Board chair, 
It's definitely a good time to examine your mortgage, and it's a good time to decide if you have the best mix of long and short-term borrowing. Consider this. The Fed seems intent on raising rates. If you've been curious about shortening your mortgage term or taking advantage of competitively low mortgage interest rates, now is the time to refinance. Get to know which refinance benefits can save you the most in monthly savings. It just takes a 10-minute call to the salary-based experts at American Financing, 303-695-7000. Check them out online at AmericanFinancing.net. They're the official mortgage company of Altitude 950. Give them a ring. NMLS 182334, regulated by the Division of Real Estate. Altitude 950, Denver's all-sports station. Crackman and Harris. Coming up Tuesday, Crackman and Harris will revisit the Nuggets trip to Chile, Portland with Adam Matez. He is our Nuggets insider, and he will tell us what went down in the Rose City. Plus, where do the Broncos go from here? We've got the pathway to success, or at least to the fourth win. And we're going to find out God's name is going on with Paxton Lynch's mysterious shoulder injury. We'll get to the bottom of it with Crackman and Harris. Altitude 950, yeah. Every weekday afternoon, 3 to 6, only on Altitude 950. You haven't slept in who knows how long. You dread going to the mailbox, and your spouse just said the word divorce. When you owe back taxes to the state of the IRS, it affects your whole life. I've been in your shoes. I'm Jack McDonough, founder of Blackfin IRS Solutions. Years ago, when I owed the IRS tens of thousands of dollars, I couldn't eat. I couldn't sleep. I had a knot in my stomach 24-7. You're probably like a lot of taxpayers. You work hard every day at your job or small business. You may own your own home and have a few bucks in a retirement account. Don't let the IRS take it all away. Blackfin IRS Solutions will deal with the IRS and come up with a final resolution so you can get some sleep again. I can help you because I've been there. If you're in Colorado, call the one company who has been in your shoes, Blackfin IRS Solutions. Online at blackfinirs.com. For your free in-person consultation, call 303-904-1450. 303-904-1450. That's 303-904-1450. Small, uncomfortable, not practical. At Shop Mini, they've heard it all. It's time to think differently about Mini. The 2017 Countryman has more interior space than the Audi Q3 and the Mercedes-Benz GLA 250. Plus, it's a lot more fun to drive with legendary go-kart handling and fit and finish within that'll make everyone lucky enough to drive with you envious. Take advantage of an exceptional offer. 0% APR for 72 months on a wide selection of 2017 Mini Countryman. Shop Mini. One price, one person, one hour. Hey there, hockey fans. Tune in Thursday on Altitude as your Colorado Avalanche go head-to-head with the Washington Capitals. The best hometown coverage starts Thursday at 6 with Puck Drop at 7. Altitude brings you all the best hockey action from the ice to the locker room all season long. For more behind-the-scenes exclusives and game previews, follow us on Twitter and like us on Facebook. Altitude Sports, your television home for Colorado Avalanche hockey. The Altitude 950 Traffic Update. An accident has temporarily shut down the ramp from northbound I-25 to eastbound 6th Avenue. Your alternate exit at 8th Avenue to Calumet or use Colfax. Traffic is brought to you by Amazon. Slow behind a crash northbound I-25 approaching Toma Road. It is stop and go westbound I-70 between Tower and Havana where there's an accident clearing. Amazon is hiring in Aurora. This is your last chance to earn extra money this season. Go to Amazon.com slash Denver Jobs. Amazon is an equal opportunity employer. I'm Chris McLaughlin with traffic on Altitude 950. 
Altitude 950, Denver's All Sports Station. Now, back to Vic Lombardi. Where, where's Paxton Lynch health-wise, and can we expect to see him this year? I'm not sure. Um, health-wise, um, you know, he's he's still uh, recovering from the shoulder. You know, it's I think it's it's going to be almost two weeks now coming up to this week of practice, and we'll see where he's at. But he's still recovering from his shoulder injury. You know, he's he's still throwing uh, intermediate passes, not not really deep passes yet. So we want to make sure he's totally healthy before he plays again. You know, and. That time frame, I'm, I'm not sure when it's going to come or end. It's our very own HW, Will Peterson, asking Vance Joseph a question that's been on our mind for quite some time. We'll deconstruct the answer a little bit later. Can't wait to hear your hot take. By the way, HW, asking that question, was it difficult? Did you have your hand up like Arnold Horshack for a while? Or did they Did they call on you right away? No, we were in the portion of the press conference where anyone could ask anything, so... I, uh, the Scrubville portion? Yeah, I basically, uh, I kind of cut coach off his previous answer because no one could tell what he was done talking, but I was like, yeah. damn it, I'm getting this question in. Regardless, I'm getting this question in. What kind of looks or glances did you get by asking said question? Oh, so dirty, man. So dirty. Unbelievably dirty. Like, I can't believe you just did that. Really? Oh, no doubt. No, they, that, that, that Paxton Lynch thing is something they don't want to talk about down there. So, so like the Wade Phillips thing. Yes, me bringing it up was clearly not appreciated. Uh, I don't really care at this point because Broncos fans deserve to know and I'm fortunate enough to have a credential to be in that room to ask that sure. question, but they were not real pleased I asked that question. I will tell you that. Cause you know, James, the, the very question that I think everybody's wanted to ask John Elway on a public setting is the is the Wade Phillips question, and and no one really has. No one's really came out and and asked him point blank publicly why is Wade Phillips not here. Uh, that would be correct. Nobody reported until week fourteen or fifteen last year that Wade was even in the last year of his yeah. deal, uh, and then it all just sort of went awry within a month, and nobody brought it up since. Yeah. Uh, by the way, our international incident has been solved. The three UCLA players are on their way home. So uh, whatever uh, President Trump told the Chinese government, it worked. They're coming home. Fear not, UCLA. Which I'm happy about. Yes, I'm happy to hear that news. I once again think these kids are idiots, but I didn't think they should spend 15 years in jail. I would agree you think with that. Steal, you think they'll steal again? Probably not. And if yeah, they do, think... they're even bigger idiots than I realized. Yeah, I mean, if they go to another um, strip mall and snatch sunglasses, it's on them. I mean, then you, you, you do whatever you want to them. This is okay. a great, great opportunity for Steve Alford to uh, just distance himself from the Ball family entirely. How do you do that, though? Uh, I would, I'd kick the kid off the team, and if Lamelo doesn't want to come there, fine by me. Because Lamelo's only going to be there a year, so I am totally with you. I'd be done. I, you know, his talent cannot supersede your entire program. No, no. Not worth Lamelo's not gonna Lamelo's not gonna change the game. And Lamelo's one and done, right? So yeah. it's like, eh, I'm not. It's not worth putting up with all this crap for three or four years to have one year with Lamelo. Well, and I don't well, think Lamelo ever plays college ball. Yeah, I mean, at this right. point they've committed right. enough NCAA violations that I don't think he'll ever get on the That's floor. That's a fair point. He's getting paid for stuff right now. There right. are NCAA infractions at stake here. You're right. I think he's the kind of guy. You know what? He, he may have to head back to China, play one year in China the way uh, Emmanuel Moutier did. All right, uh, we got a lot to get to this morning. Let's kick things off with our piping hot takes. I am the greatest. 
because I spit hot fire. Altitude 950, Denver's all sports station, and the Vic Lombardi Show present Piping Hot Takes. Brought to you by Porter at Venice Hospital. Top 5% in the nation for robotic prostate surgery. It's Vic's Hot Take. Before we get going, I have something that just popped up on my phone. I'm not sure what to do. Your carrier settings have been updated. Would you like to update now? What does that mean? I would say, I would say no because every Apple iPhone update I do screws up my phone. So I, I would, I avoid your setting. I updated my phone like overnight a week ago. The next morning it told me I had another update. Like, well, why didn't you just put that update on? Right. I hate updates. Hate them. I would decline said update, Vic. I'm fearful that someone's going to climb into my phone via that update. Always. Anyway, hot take. Hot take Tuesday, everybody. Nuggets game last night. Nuggets lose 99-82 on the road in Portland. It was a five-point game at the half. I thought they played pretty well in the first half. They withstood a big run, a 14 nothing run by the Blazers, got back into the game. And then the third quarter happened, and then the fourth quarter happened, and the Nuggets end up losing big. Losing big to a division rival, 99-82. Uh, among the bad things I saw last night, guys, I've always told you I still believe it's a guards league. It's a guards game. Your guards got to play if you have any chance. It's great to have big men, but your guards bring the ball up. Your guards take care of the ball. you got to have guard play. Gary Harris did not play last night, forcing Will Barton into the starting lineup. Uh, the starting point guard, Jamal Murray, was 0 for 7 from the 3. His backup, Emmanuel Moutier, struggled as well, one for four. But the the number that that looks awful to me is their assist-to-turnover ratio. Your two point guards last night, Murray and Moutier, combined for zero assists and nine turnovers. I repeat, zero assists and nine turnovers. That's not going to get it done. Not in the NBA. Not against, not against Lillard and McCollum, Okay. You gotta get more out of your guard play. I know Jokic didn't produce. I know he had a tough night, but you gotta get your guards to produce. The one silver lining I noticed last night, if you stood through and watched the game to the very end, first time I've seen, and I know it's in him, I know he's there, Paul Millsap got mad. He got angry. He played with some of that attitude we talked about. He was five of nine from three. But late in the game, he got into it with Nurkic. He was the only nugget to get into it with Nurkic. Blocked one of his shots, got called for a foul. But you could see he was angry. He was seething. I wish that was more contagious. I wish more that Nuggets responded that way. Perhaps they would have won. So I saw a sign that Millsap has that dog in him. We've been wondering who's going to bring it. He brought it last night. It just wasn't enough. Next hot take. It's HW's Hot Take. Mike Kliss gets a lot of play on this show for various reasons, and he wrote yesterday he was surprised the Broncos did nothing. When the guy who flies on the team plane is surprised you did nothing, you probably should have done something. I I sat here and battled for three hours yesterday for them to make a change, for Brock Olivo to go, for them to send a message to the fans that they still care, they're still in this thing, they still think this season can be salvaged. And what did the Broncos do yesterday? Absolutely nothing. In fact, Vance Joseph endorsed Brock Olivo at his press conference, said how much faith he has in him, said how much attention he pays to detail and how great of a coach he's going to be in this league. Very, 
very disappointing day out of Dove Valley yesterday to not make a change after your fifth straight loss. At least four of those can be categorized as embarrassing. Maybe all five can. What a mess the Broncos are, and no changes yesterday was very disappointing. I guess if we're looking for silver linings in our hot takes this morning, they're going to continue to lose, they're going to continue to tank, and they're going to end up with a top-five pick. So you know what? Keep this coaching staff in place because this coaching staff sucks, and they suck bad, and the Broncos not making a change yesterday may ultimately benefit them in the long run, although I'm sure fans aren't real happy that everyone kept their job after whatever the hell we witnessed on Sunday night. Bring the heat, Manchester. It's Manchester's hot take. 80 days. That's how long it's been since Paxton Lynch fell on his shoulder uh, and was going to miss two weeks. 80 days. And according to Vance Joseph yesterday, when our own Will Peterson asked him, hey, what's the status of Paxton Lynch? Hey, he's still throwing intermediate passes, and he's not going to play until he's healthy. Here's how you interpret that. Paxton Lynch will play when John Elway tells me it's time to play Paxton Lynch. That's the interpretation of that. The injury is an excuse. Uh, I mean, he didn't have surgery. Our own Josh Dover tweeted this yesterday, and it's very accurate. Akib Talib recovered from a gunshot wound faster than Paxton Lynch has recovered from falling on his arm. I, I, it, there's no way he's been injured this long. That, it makes no sense. If so, why wasn't he on IR? Why has he been taking up a roster spot for 80 days? Uh, I, I mean, this is either the biggest misdiagnosis in the history of the Broncos from a medical standpoint, or there's something else going on. The something else going on is Paxton Lynch will play when John Elway comes in and tells Vance Joseph Paxton Lynch is playing. Vance Joseph has this job because John Elway didn't like that John Fox wouldn't play his his young guys in his draft choices. John Elway didn't like that Gary Kubiak refused to play Paxton Lynch in the Week 17 meaningless game last year, so he brought in a guy who would do what he asked him to do. Paxton Lynch will play, not when he's healthy, when John Elway comes into Vance Joseph's office and says, all right, it's Paxton time. Why it's not now, I have no idea. It makes absolutely no sense to me because we are on the HOV lane to Groundhog Day of Groundhog Day because 2018 going to be just like 2016, just like 2017. No freaking clue what you have at quarterback. Why they're not playing Paxton Lynch is beyond me, but it ain't going to happen until John Elway tells Vance Joseph, Here's your starting quarterback. Okay, when we come back, I want to play some portions of that press conference. And, uh, Will, if you could help us out, I want you to pick three or four things that were said. One of those needs to be his uh, rationale for why the team can't seem to put a good game plan together. Like why it's why it's not transferring from practice to game day. He spoke for about a minute on that, and I had no idea what he was talking about. But I, I want to deconstruct Vance Joseph's press conference if we get a chance. Yeah, it was it was That'll frustrating to be in the room yesterday because he was saying the same things he said after the Giants loss. He was saying the same things he said after the Chargers loss. He was saying the same things he said after the Chiefs loss, after the Eagles loss. Like it just felt I mean James always talks about Groundhog Day. Yesterday was Groundhog Day to a T. I mean Vance Joseph, leader of men and CEO type, let's throw that crap out the window because he is not a leader of men or a CEO type. He is the least inspiring person at the podium every Monday and yesterday that was evident. Well, you know what's happening now. The story is no longer who the Broncos are playing. You almost forget they have a game this week against the Cincinnati Bengals. The story is the Broncos in the room and what is not working. 
That has become the story. That's what you get when you lose five straight. Meanwhile, Aqib Tlaib already at it. Aqib sent a tweet last night saying, where are the real Broncos fans? I'm going to ask him about that tweet. I'm gonna, I want to ask Aqib. Tell me if this is a fair question. In your mind, Aqib, what is a fan? How should a fan act in your mind? Because I have a feeling... His thought, his version of a fan is far different than ours. Do you agree? I think it's totally fair. I like Akeeb. I like yeah. Akeeb, but that Twitter account's going to get him in trouble because he's wrong for the second time in four weeks. I don't think they care. I don't think they sit there going through their mentions. Well, maybe they do. Who knows? When we come back, we will hear from Vance Joseph, and we will translate Vance Joseph right here on Altitude 950. has been brought to you by Porter at Venice Hospital. Top 5% in the nation for robotic prostate surgery. Alpha 2 950 wants to send you and a guest to see the Avalanche take on the stars on November 22nd. And we want you to see the game in style via the ultimate Avs VIP experience. When you hear a classic Avs stars highlight, be the third caller. And you're in the running to win a pair of Club Lexus tickets to the Colorado-Dallas game on November 22nd. Fourth row seats, food and drink before and during. During the game, it's the ultimate Avs VIP experience. Compliments of Altitude 950. Buying or selling a home doesn't have to be stressful. Now there's a one-stop shop where they treat you right. Metro 21 Real Estate Group is taking the pain out of buying or selling a home. Lucas Akers and his team of agents are all over the Denver area, and they can help you save money. Why pay a 6% commission fee? With Metro 21 Real Estate Group, the total commission rate is as low as 3.99%. Call 303-430-HOME to find out how they can help you. Or check them out online at Metro21Homes.com to see the value of your home and to see what Lucas and his team can do for you. Whether you're looking for a home or selling yours, give them a call. It's Metro 21 Real Estate Group, 303-430-HOME. Home. That's 303-430-HOME. Metro 21 Real Estate Group. And tell them you heard about what they have to offer on the radio. Become a millionaire four nights a week when you play Powerball and Mega Millions from the Colorado Lottery. Jackpots start at $40 million and only go up from there. Plus, tickets are just 2 bucks per play. It's time to start dreaming bigger than big. Guess who's back in town? <coughs> it's me, your old buddy. The flu! <coughs> I can't wait to see you. I'll be all over town this year, even in places you don't expect me. Surprise! I'll be <coughs> everywhere. Uh, the flu can be serious or even deadly. Don't tempt fate this year. Get your flu vaccine and protect yourself, your family, and your community. For more information, go to fightfluco.com. Sponsored by the Colorado Department of Public Health and Environment, the Colorado Broadcasters Association, and this station. J.C. Dodge Construction understands. It's my home, my business, my investment. No matter what the job, big or small, with all the permits and logistics, navigating the world of construction is challenging. Communication can be daunting, and through it all, you've got your own busy life. At J.C. Dodge Construction, we'll manage the architects, the framers, electricians, plumbers, roofers, and painters to get the job done. J.C. Dodge can act as pre-construction consultants, or we can do what we do best, build. Commercial, residential, and tenant finish. Whether you have a drawing on a napkin or finalized plans. As general contractors, J.C. Dodge Construction can execute your project from design to finish. On time, on budget, and always to the highest of standards. 
Because quality is how we measure success. J.C. Dodge Construction. Promises kept. Call 720-613-5500 or online at jcdodgeconstruction.com. Hey, it's Vic Lombardi, and it's the time of year when we give thanks for all the good things in our lives. Me, I'm thankful anytime I can get a good night's sleep. But if you have sleep apnea or share a bed with someone who does, you may not feel so thankful if you're not getting relief from your CPAP machine. And you're not alone. Studies show more than 50% of people who have a CPAP machine don't even use it. Well, the future of sleep therapy is here, and it's called Inspire. Inspire is a sleep apnea solution that doesn't require a mask or a hose. Inspire works inside your body with your natural breathing process. It's a small device implanted under the skin that delivers mild stimulation to keep your airway open while you sleep. Inspire is FDA approved and currently being offered in over 100 leading medical centers across the country. The freedom to sleep like everyone else is just a click away. Visit InspireSleep.com to learn more, review important safety information, and to find a doctor in Denver who can help you determine if Inspire is right for you. That's InspireSleep.com. The Altitude 950 traffic update. You may still see that ramp from northbound I-25 to eastbound 6th Avenue closed as an accident is clearing. Traffic brought to you by Champion Windows. Southbound I-25 is stop and go between I-70 and 6th Avenue and an accident clearing off of westbound I-70, keeping traffic slow between Tower Road to your approach to Havana. This fall, you can save on it all during Champion's fall season super sale. Get 30% off new Champion Windows. Schedule today. Get Champion.com. That's Get Champion.com. I'm Chris McLaughlin with Traffic on Altitude 950. Altitude 950, Denver's all-sports station. Text us at 30933 to join the show. No, no, I think uh, last night, obviously, that lasted seven points. You know, and, that's, and that, was, that was the killer for us. It wasn't that he fumbled the ball. We talked about that on Saturday night, about let's, let's play this football game, obviously, with great confidence and swagger, but it's going to be adversity. Okay, every game is going to be adversity. So when adversity strikes, let's move past it and someone make a play. So we talked about that. So after the first month, um, I didn't feel that. You know, guys still felt good about, you know, what we were doing. And all down and got three points. So we were still right there. What does that mean? Okay, so they, they talked about adversity. They, they discussed handling adversity. They talked about somebody making a play in the face of adversity. Over the last five games, nobody has made a play in the face of adversity. So now what? Dude, I just said it to Manchester off air and I'll say it on air. I don't really care. When I was sitting in that room yesterday, it was like Vance Joseph needs to get some sleep or something because he was, he, he I mean, he wasn't really coherent yesterday. He wasn't making sense. And, and you just heard it in that sound, but I, I don't get what he's, what he's getting at. And, I get it. Being an NFL head coach is stressful and and all that, but it it literally was to the point yesterday where I was like, someone needs to tell this guy to take a nap because he is not making sense at the podium right now. You know what? And and I know Moj and Berto and Dover went in on him, and and rightfully so. And we'll we'll play some of the clips, and they don't they don't make any sense. What I got though when I was listening to him, I I had a little bit of sympathy because he sounded like a guy who is. He's not pulling the string. He's in, he, he's, he thinks he signed up for his dream job and he sees it slipping away and it's just turning into a mess. And I don't think he has any idea how to stop this snowball from rolling downhill. I'm That's gonna what's say going this, on. I'm going to say the same thing I said two weeks ago, three weeks ago, four weeks ago. I do have sympathy for him. 
Because I think people assume he has more authority, more power than he really does. Well, no, I would agree with that. But let's go back to when he was hired, January 11th, January 12th, that time frame. And the talking point, and I just retweeted a bunch of people who just... How do you find this? Who just took the talking point and ran with it was CEO type and leader of men. Two things. On this show, I said, what does that mean? What does that mean? He's not going to be an X's and O's guy. You did say CEO type and a leader of men. And that's what they sold him as because you couldn't argue that he wasn't. Right? How do you, if they said, no, he's a great defensive mind, well, you'd sit here and go, he had the 29th ranked defense, the one year he was a defensive coordinator. He's not a great defensive mind. He was a, he's a figurehead. He's, he's, John Elway is running the show in every way, shape, and form, and Vance is just executing the orders that he's given from on high by John Elway. And it, that, that's what CEO, that's what the, the code for CEO type was, is he's a figurehead. And, and I, at this point, I kind of feel bad for him because the players know. The players know this is a team, and we talked about it in the preseason, and I was the guy that was, uh, you know, just, uh, you know, the sky is falling, the sky is falling, because they had guys signing autographs during games. They had guys proposing to their girlfriends during games. They had three straight preseason games with 10-plus penalties. They were a mess. They had all the signs of an undisciplined, poorly coached team, and nobody wanted to see it. We just wanted to talk that they were 4-0, and Brock Olivo's hilarious in his press conference, and let's all be the Dove Valley laugh crew. And now it's all coming to fruition. It all makes perfect sense. Usually it takes longer than eight or nine months, but it's all crystal clear to me now. Hell, it was then. Let's hear a little bit more from Vance Joseph and try to sort through what he meant by some of these statements. I like cut number three here, Jesse. If we can go to Vance, talking about his confidence, if it exists still in Brock Olivo, his special teams coach. I do, and 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 here's why, okay? I'm in his meetings every day, and he's a detailed guy. I mean, he, he goes over those guys' assignments over and over again. Lots of energy. He's a very, very bright guy. He's learned under a guy who's who's the best in the entire league. Um, so I watch him work every day. And the mistakes that we've had, obviously Brock's responsible and I'm responsible, but, you know, he hadn't, he hadn't muffed the punt. You know, and I watch him work with our returners every day, before and after and during practice. I work with, you know, with the returners also. So I know what's being taught there. So I am not down on Brock. Obviously, that game yesterday was 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 bad for us as far as the teams. We had three three errors that last. Well, actually, four errors that lasted 24 points. But um, I'm fine with Brock because Brock works hard. He's a young coach. He's a bright coach, and he's going to be a great coach, in my opinion. All right, I see. I see this two ways. Number one, now that I've listened to that a few times, that is his way, in a diplomatic way, to say, "Hey, man." We're coaching these guys up. They're screwing up, not us. We spend all week. We go over the details. We work with them on this. They're screwing up. That is a coach that is unwilling to throw his players under the bus publicly. But if you translate and you and you seek a little more out of that soundbite, that's exactly what he's saying right there. What more can we do to these guys? No doubt. He didn't draft Isaiah McKenzie. And it would it would not surprise me if he's not making the decision that Isaiah McKenzie continues to return punts despite five fumbles. It wouldn't surprise me. So if he's not making the decision to draft him and he's not making the decision to put him out there, how's that Brock Olivo's fault? How's that Vance Joseph's fault? It's not. The assumption is that all of a sudden, you know, you're coaching so hard during the week and then on game day you freeze. 
It's like that, that test taker in school. You know, everybody says, oh, I, I do all my homework. I, I turn it in on time. I'm just not good at taking tests. Well, in the NFL and in, in life, all that counts is game day, right? It, nobody cares how hard you practiced or how hard you did your homework. Nobody cares. On game day, can you execute the game plan? And judging from that soundbite, he says Brock Olivo and the coaches are doing everything they can to execute the game plan, to teach the game plan, and the players are dropping the ball. That's what I that's what I see out of that soundbite. Right, and isn't it exhausting to consistently hear Vance Joseph tell us how well they're preparing and how well, well know, Monday through Saturday are going? Know, because no one gives a crap at see, the end that's of the day. His way. Another way he could have said that HW is, hey man, I don't know how many times we have to tell this dude how to catch a football. He can't catch a football. That's not on Brock. That's on the dude. Well, then you need to remove him from his job because okay. Isaiah McKenzie is clearly terrible at what he does. And just like his head coach, he's in over his head. He can't return punts at an NFL level. Okay. It's abundantly clear. But let's look at the four miscues by special teams. Okay. Isaiah McKenzie dropping the ball is not on Brock Olivo. I, I, I would give him that. Now, he should be fair catching the ball when there's someone within three feet of him, but whatever. But isn't because- it on Brock Olivo that he's back there? I don't know. Not necessarily. I don't know. How would you know that? I, I, how do you know who holds? How well, do you know that's Vance Joseph? Because that's that's literally what Brock Olivo gets paid a million dollars or whatever he gets you? paid to do no, 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 is no. that minute, freaking unit. HW, you're being naive. If you think the special teams coach is in charge of who the return man is, whoa! I agree. Especially a first year special teams coach. Do John always run out two head coaches who wouldn't do exactly what he said? So it would not surprise me if it's hey, the guy I drafted to be the punt returner is going to return punts come hell or high water. That wouldn't surprise me. Wouldn't surprise me if Brock Olivo made that decision. I just, I'm just saying we don't know. Okay. But if you look at the other three miscues, the kick return is clearly, it, that's just bad fundamentals. Well, just, how do, but that, that could be, that could be a player driven thing too. How do you know that's coaching? They coach up the lane to take. They coach okay. up where to kick it. They coach it up. They say, here's how we coach it. Here's how we did it. And on game day, these okay. guys, their heads imploded. Number three was the block punt. And I mean, that was just a, that was just a flood of Patriots coming in there. I mean, it was like they didn't block anybody. So that seemed like a bad scheme. Now that I would seemed agree. like coaching to me. You don't have enough blockers on one side. I would agree. And twelve men on the field is coaching. That's coaching. Yes. yes so that, and, and when a coach says, and here's where I, I will I will argue with a coach. When a coach says, well, we told them what their assignments were at that time, and one guy didn't keep his assignment. Well, that's on you. You got to coach him better, I guess. Or understand who's able to do that and who's not. Wait, so Manchester, where are you going with this? Are, are you defending the coaches? Or are you not, I, I'm confused of I, where you're going with this. I'm saying it's it's not all Brock Olivo. Okay. Right? I'm saying some of the stuff that happened uh, on Sunday night was players just not doing what they're supposed to do. Wh- which is why this whole campaign to get him fired yesterday, I knew that wasn't going to happen. I okay. told you guys okay, it wasn't going to happen. Here's the other issue, though. It is So I, I think what Vance Joseph is saying there and throwing Isaiah McKenzie under the bus is true. He he dropped, he dropped five balls. That's not on Brock Olivo, right? That's on whoever's deciding to put him out there. But there are other things that are happening that, to me, are clearly coaching. Go back and watch the punt return against the, the Chargers, right? They have two guys right next to each other. That's fundamental how to cover punts. You, if you have two guys right next to each other, you might as well be covering it with ten. It's just it's bad fundamentals, and you either have really dumb and bad football players, or they're just not getting well coached in terms of just having it ingrained in them of stay in your lane, stay in your lane, stay in your lane. It happened on the kick return. It happened on the punt return against the Chargers. At some point, 
you have to point the finger at some of these things at the coach. It can't always just be, hey, I drew it up perfect and the players didn't execute it. I'm just not going to buy that. I'll, I'll give yeah. him a pass on Isaiah McKenzie, yeah. but that's about it. But you you hit on something there, and and frankly, it is the reason. A New England player is not apt to make the same mistake twice because a New England player knows exactly what's going to happen to his fate, right? No doubt. A New England player, if Isaiah McKenzie has five fumbles in New England, uh it never happens. It, it never even gets to that point. That is the, the players well, and that know. was the point of my hot take, Vic, is that you it. even have I Mike Kliss saying it's surprising the Broncos didn't make a change yesterday. Here's it is incredibly problem. disappointing they didn't it's make a change maybe the, maybe the players know he doesn't have the authority nor the power. Okay. And they're taking advantage of it. That's fine. But you know what hap why that's a problem? Because the guy who does have the authority and the power is absentee about half the time. Nobody thought that was a big deal either. But who was there to punish Menelik Watson when he's proposing during a game? Who was there? Who's going to do it? I think it was Menelik Watson. It was. I, I, I know his phone works when he's on the beach. I know his phone works in Napa. That's kind of a sit down and have that conversation in the office kind of thing. He but was at that what game. do I know? What do I know? He was at that. He was at that game. Hey, you know what? Remember when he was at the in L.A. the weekend before the draft, and nobody thought that was a, a bad thing except me. Let's take a look at their 2017 draft picks and see how they're doing. Bunch of contributors you got there. But James, hey, should phone works at the beach. You should have seen what Marty was doing here in the office when you went to Woo. Vegas for those three days. He went crazy. Phone works Woo. at the beach. Hey, when you had that three-game stay in Dude, Vegas, things the, got nuts over here. It's, it's the oldest adage in business, right? I had a class with Manette Bumpus with Vance Joseph, and it was management by walking around. You have to be there. He's not there. John's in charge, and he's not there. It's a problem. Akeem Tlaib. 815. You got the Vic Lombardi show. Thanks for watching on Periscope, mind you. Altitude 950 is the home of the Nugget. And every Wednesday at noon, we're talking hoops. Former Nugget star Earl Boykins joins Hastings and Brownman. The NBA usually takes everyone three to four weeks to know exactly what you're doing. And that's when you see, okay, what time of team are. To break down the Nuggets and the NBA. Who is going to be the go-to guy? They're going to have to go to Millsap. And Murray. The Earl Boykins Basketball Hour. Okay, do you no. binge watch TV shows? Oh, man, I love the Golden Girls. <laughs> <laughs> really? <laughs> Wednesday at noon on Altitude 950. Hey, Scott Ace here. Can't find the energy for your next workout. When I'm looking to boost that energy and endurance, I drink H2. That's H-T-W-O. It's hydrogen water. Not only does it hydrate your body, but H2 hydrogen water delivers the power of molecular hydrogen into your body. It's energy at the cellular level to give you that boost. Get you the energy you need without the sugars and additives that ruin your health. Get your H2 hydrogen water today at your local King Supers. When friends and family come to visit, do what I do and take the short drive up the hill to Central City. It's only 30 minutes from the west side of town via I-70 and the Central City Casino Parkway. Central City offers everything your fun-seeking group desires. Hotels, dining, bars open 24-7, a craft brewery, and live casino action day or night. Central City isn't the big box, corporate-owned casino experience. It's Colorado-owned and operated, rich in history. Bring your friends and family, cruise I-70 to the parkway, and take the four lanes to fun. 
Hey guys, Scott Hastings here. It's No Shave Movember. Time to change the face of your health for the better. Take the first step and get your levels checked by someone you trust. I personally recommend going to the Low T Center. Low T Center makes it quick and easy, and most health insurance is accepted. This Movember, they are offering a testosterone and prostate level test with assessment for only $50. Guys, take the first step. Call them. 303-451-5698. That's 303-451-5698. Or get online at Low T Center. There is probably nothing more important when you're injured or have had an accident than to get the right people on your side. People who know what they're doing and truly care about you. You need the best medical team, and you also need champions of the people, Bell and Pollock. Take it from me. Bell and Pollock are the injury attorneys other attorneys call because they know what you should know. They have the most experience, and they're the very best. They get it done. Always available for a free consultation. Bell and Pollock. Champions of the People at championsofthepeople.com. Hey, it's Vic Lombardi, and it's the time of year when we give thanks for all the good things in our lives. Me, I'm thankful any time I can get a good night's sleep. But if you have sleep apnea or share a bed with someone who does, you may not feel so thankful if you're not getting relief from your CPAP machine. And you're not alone. Studies show more than 50% of people who have a CPAP machine don't even use it. Well, the future of sleep therapy is here, and it's called Inspire. Inspire is a sleep apnea solution that doesn't require a mask or a hose. Inspire works inside your body with your natural breathing process. It's a small device implanted under the skin that delivers mild stimulation to keep your airway open while you sleep. Inspire is FDA approved and currently being offered in over 100 leading medical centers across the country. The freedom to sleep like everyone else is just a click away. Visit InspireSleep.com to learn more, review important safety information, and to find a doctor in Denver who can help you determine if Inspire is right for you. That's InspireSleep.com. The Altitude 950 traffic update. An accident has temporarily shut down the ramp from northbound I-25 to eastbound 6th Avenue. You may want to use Colfax as your alternate. Traffic is brought to you by Champion Windows. Slow behind a wreck northbound I-25 at Toma Road. Southbound I-25 running stop and go between 58th Avenue down to 6th Avenue. This fall, you can save on it all. During Champion's fall season super sale, get 30% off new Champion Windows. Schedule today at GetChampion.com. That's GetChampion.com. I'm Chris McLaughlin with Traffic on Altitude 950. Altitude 950, Denver's all-sports station. Now, back to Vic Lombardi. Got some excellent text coming in. By the way, if you have any comments or questions for Aqib Tlaib, I need your help. I will run out quickly. We'll join Aqib at 8.15. Got a couple coming in as we speak. Uh, some of these texts, we discuss the issue at hand. Is it an authority issue with the head coach? Is coaching the problem, or is it players not following up on the coaching? Uh, from 6819, guys, if you look at the big picture with Brock Olivo, the kick return is on the players. It's the same exact concept that New England runs, and they're successful every time. Same with the point, uh, the punt block. Now, the 12 guys on the field, that's coaching. I will agree. I would agree. It's... Basically how I broke it down. It's nice of you to um, text your own show, Manchester. Uh, the other one is, uh, this is a text I got personally. That's not a text show. line. I gotta read this. True. Manchester. I'm just a triangle player. <laughs> Manchester blaming Elway for not being there, uh, for incidents like the Menelik, uh, Menelik Watson. Now he's saying that, uh, Elway's to blame for Italy losing to Sweden yesterday because he wasn't there. That's fine. Elway's to blame for the Avs, no. uh, only gaining no. a point in Sweden. He wasn't there. You're fine. And I'll put on top of that. 
Elway's to blame for me getting hit by that truck last week. He totally wasn't fine. There. Yep. Let's downplay it some more, right? Everybody laughed at it and scoffed at it when I brought it up all off season, when I brought it up before the draft, when I brought it up during training camp, when I brought it up during preseason that he wasn't around. No big deal. No big deal. Hey, cell phones work in LA. Okay. This is a rudderless ship. It's a rudderless ship. They got a head coach who can't answer a question about the the second-year quarterback because he hasn't been told the answer yet. Where's the guy? Where's the guy who's accountable? So fine. How 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 many how many just blatant examples of this being a problem do people need before they finally go? Yeah, you know what? Teflon John's part of the issue. How about uh, this I, problem? Six oh oh one. It's not being talked about. And by the way, uh, mind you, we talk about it all the time on this show. It's not being talked about. The Broncos really miss having an owner presence. That is the trickle down effect. The owner. Mm, maybe Top of the food chain. Maybe, but uh, do we uh, do we know that Joe Ellis isn't there and 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 being demanding and establishing he's not the, the owner? It's uh, different. You he's know, the de facto what, owner. All right, all right. Come on, J- James. James. If tomorrow morning you became the trust, you became the member of the KSE Radio Trust, all right? You ran the radio station. Okay. Would you ra- would you run it with the same vigor, fervor, vision if you actually had an investment in this, if this were your baby? You know how this works. Look, it, Do it, I need it, to explain that? It's you know different exactly if it's your own works. money in it. I get of that. Of course. I get if that. If you have a piece of it, if it's your blood and sweat in it, it's a completely different. No when doubt. you lease a home versus own a home, ha-ha. <laughs> No doubt. You know the difference. No doubt. And people, anybody who says differently or I'd act the same, you're just naive. It's not, you can't fake it. It's, it's not the case. But here's the thing. He's the guy that can hire and fire people. So if you have the authority to fire anyone in the building, you're running the show. You are. And Joe Ellis has the authority to fire but, but anyone in the building. How do you know that that process doesn't have to go through some bureaucratic trust vote? You well, know, when, 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 hold on. When Pat Bolin was the owner and ran it, and did it all, he could do whatever he pleased. I get who that. Else, who else could take a lifetime contract in Mike Shannon and say, ah, eh, we're done. See you later. But if you wanted to do that today, what if you had to go through a, a series of votes and a trust? What if you had to, you know, you had to sit there for a month and go through a process to get something done? It's, it's a different beast. It's, it's a, a different three person animal. committee. Joe Ellis, Rich Slivka. Who have been, they were there when I was there. I met with those two guys, both very nice guys. They worked hand in hand together. I'm assuming they're pretty much on the same page most of the time. And then I'm blanking on the third person. I think it's Mary something or other. It's a three person committee. Pretty easy. Two yes, one no. We're going yes. Two no's, Mary one J. yes. Blige? We're going, we're going no. It, it's, it's not difficult, but I would, I would find it hard to imagine that Rich Slivka is overriding Joe Ellis very much on day-to-day decisions. I would find that hard to believe. Well, it's hard to believe, but we don't know the He's process. He's the legal guy. He's the lawyer. That's what his role is. Would you agree this? Would you, you, you ran a company. You ran a company. Would your company have been more efficient with a trust running it or with you hanging out, making, and calling the shots? B, which is why John Elway needs to be in the freaking okay. building. B, okay. you have no, to be, B. you have to be. The number one thing I did when I was running my company was I was there every single day. 
I was. But a, he's not running the company. He's running the football side of things. But, but it's not his okay. company. Let's, do you, you understand the difference here? The football do, side you of things. Understand the difference. You un, but don't you understand that you know what being in L.A. the weekend before the draft and then you have another crappy draft probably isn't a real good idea. You are, run are we just a portion of this it? company. You run a portion of this company. You are the program director. Yeah. You don't run the company. You you have decisions you'd like to make. But you can't make them. Understood. They got to go up a flagpole. Understood. They got to go through a bureaucratic red tape process. There's a lot of things that have to happen. It's vastly different than being the owner and executor of a company. Understood. But when we have something big going on, my my keisters here in my office making sure stuff gets done. I'm not in Napa. I'm not. I, I mean, right. I, I don't understand why Coeur Napa, Lake Tahoe, South Africa, L.A. I could go on and on and on all during the off season. And he, he's gone while there were free agents that were available that we talked about. He was out of the country. He was in L.A. the weekend before the draft. Their free agent class was abysmal. Their draft looks like, other than Garrett Bowles, it's another total bust. Demarcus Walker, anybody seen him? Has anybody seen a play from their second-round pick? How about their third-round pick? A, a Has anybody seen him? fixation with this. It's, it's almost as bizarre Why? as a fixation because with Because I'm media. actually trying to find an answer and, and, and point out the problem as opposed to just what? Nobody else. Wh- I, wh- when's the last time anybody brought up De- Demarcus Walker? Wh- when's the last time? And it, what's the excuse? Well, he doesn't play special teams. Well, by all accounts, nobody does. I mean... But Sorry that, that I'm asking the hard question. A guy going on vacation. I mean, Constant well, vacation, I, dude. Don't go on vacation the weekend before the draft. That's a bad look. Wow. It's okay. a bad look. Okay. Let's 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 move on. Go to, the week after. It's all right. Denver attorney Mary Kelly. By Thank the way, you. that's what I've been. You know, it is not Mary J. Blige. Mary J. Blige has final authority on what happens with these Broncos. You don't know that. I do. Mary J. Blige runs the team. Let's go on to talk about Paxton Lynch. The soundbite yesterday that was produced by 1HW. Where were you in the room when you asked this question, by the way? Up front, back, where were you? I was in the fourth row of chairs. Positioned right there, ready to box out in case somebody else asked the question. I I just, you made me so mad yesterday morning by questioning my backbone and my spine that I went down there and said, I'm going to ask a tough question today. And the Brock Olivo question got asked and then Vance announced Brock Osweiler as the starter. And I said, whoa, 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 Brock Osweiler is the starter. All right. I'm going to ask about Paxton Lynch. Let's hear it. I'm a leader of men. I can cause change like this. HW going to Dove Valley and asking the following question. I'm not sure. Um, health-wise, um, you know, he's he's still uh, recovering from the shoulder. You know, it's I think it's it's going to be almost two weeks now coming up to this week of practice, and we'll see where he's at. But he's still recovering from his shoulder injury. You know, he's he's still throwing uh, intermediate passes, not not really deep passes yet. So we want to make sure he's totally healthy before he plays again. You know, and that time frame, I'm I'm not sure when it's going to come or end. Not sure. He was in a sling in late August. He was out of the sling a week later. What was the original diagnosis? What was the initial a sprained diagnosis? right shoulder, and it was called okay, so minor. Right, minor. So no surgery, right? Correct. We, no surgical procedure. But I did see him in that sling. I did see him. He was almost casted up. I saw him at the player event before the start of the season, and he did not look like he looked like he was in pain. To be honest with you, they, but whatever. They signed Brock Osweiler on Labor Day weekend. Because they didn't think Paxton Lynch would be ready to go the first two weeks of the season. First two weeks. Right. We're now week 11. 
So what's going on here? Because I don't want to put my tinfoil hat on too oh, I do. much. Okay, all right. I but have two but so, something weird, Vic, you can agree something weird is going well, on here. Of course. Here. Something but I have weird. two theories. I, I have two theories. A, the Broncos don't want him to play for whatever reason. They don't think he can play. They're going to probably part ways with him, but whatever. You can go on and on. Or B, he just isn't ready and, and is unwilling and, and just decided I'm going to, I'm going to field day this entire season. When he lost the starting job, well, then it's you one of those him. two. Then you it's one. Him. Do you agree? It's got to be one of those two. It can't be. And I, I hate going down this road because injuries are always subjective, and and you can't say one injury is the same as the other. But how does this linger for three months? Yeah. No, the the injury excuse Vic stinks to high heaven. It, it, it just it stinks. It, it it just doesn't seem like it. Uh, it, it is truthful at this but point. But if he, you're, you're right though. If he's taking advantage of this and just deciding, ah, I'm not going to take this seriously, you have to say, I don't care if he's a first round pick. I don't care. Or you just put him on injured reserve and stop having the question and free up a roster spot. Yeah, why are you keeping three roster spots for quarterbacks? I mean, I, I don't understand not, this. What if it's not his call? What if he does want to play? What if he has been ready to play and for some reason they keep throwing him under the rug? Well, I don't know the answer to that. I, I don't point, know. I would, okay. We're all my guess. We're all guessing. My guess is, if you made me bet, I would say it's the second option you had there that he's ready to play, and they just don't want to play him, and so the injury is the excuse to not put him out there yet because they don't think they're mathematically eliminated, which is silly. Here's the thing, and you're going to be tired of hearing this because you've heard it from me so many times, but we are dangerously close to having 2018. Be the exact same scenario as 2016 and 2017, where we go into the off season, and we go into training camp, and we go into the preseason, and you don't know who the starting quarterback. Not is. having an answer. Yeah. And well, oh my on god, Elway. that's on Elway. Three that's, years that's, in a that's row. Him. That's not year your, one. Your GM has that. to make that answer for you. He, well, he's got to, he's got to figure that out. That's that's no longer the coaches. So yeah. And John and John we trust goes out the window really? if they go into 2018 so training that, camp with that. Because I brought up the fact that he's never here, and and you guys are all, all over me for it. If they go into next season and it's still a quarterback battle and it's still Trevor Simeon, Paxton Lynch, Brock Osweiler, Chad Kelly, and they don't know, we're finally going to be willing to be critical of John Elway? Uh, we got to take a break from the text line before we go to this timeout. So what you're saying, HW, is that Vic shamed you into making a choice you wouldn't have made, which yielded positive results. It's almost as if shaming works. See? No, it just was such a prime example of how they all wanted to talk about it, but nobody would ask the question because they didn't want to get on the naughty list. And now Will if I can shame, oh, I'm totally on the naughty list. Will they are, care. They are pissed off. I asked that Maryland. question yesterday. I'm going to shame Maryland into doing something big. Yeah, you you come James, in and do the I'm, logs for the games, and I'm happy to James, go ask. James, I'm going to shame you into knocking the cover off the ball. You're going to break the biggest story in Denver. We will shame you to shame no more. You got the Vic Lombardi show reset back in a minute. Altitude 950, Denver's All Sports Station. Coming up on Thursday, the Avs are back from Sweden as they take on the Capitals at Pepsi Center. The puck drops at 7 o'clock with a pregame show getting it away at 6.35. Mark Mosier, the radio voice of the Avalanche, will be on the call. KKSE, Parker, Denver, home of the Nuggets, home of the Avalanche, and the most in-depth and honest Broncos analysis. Altitude 950, Denver's all-sports station. Now, back to Vic Lombardi. No, absolutely not. That's my job, and that, that won't happen with this team, okay, because we understand that we have a good football team. 
and there's plenty of season left to uh, fix it. So that won't happen. You know, everyone's still working. Everyone's still confident and what we can get accomplished. Aqib Tlaib coming in 15 minutes, 8.15 with Tlaib. Leggy's in studio at 9 a.m. Now we're jumping on this Broncos thing. Let's take a quick, uh, quick turn left for a second. And I liken this to the reason why Portland is always up to play the Nuggets in Denver. Well, there's two things. Number one, Portland Blazers basketball is like Denver Broncos football. Would you agree there? It's really all they yes. have. I know they have a soccer team. I get it. But it's all they have. It's all they talk about. It's they live and die. There's a big campaign locally by the television network, which carries the Portland Blazers games. And they're campaigning that hashtag Nurk the Nuggets. Nurk the Nuggets. I can only imagine if we at Altitude had some sort of hashtag anti-Nurkic or some sort. They take it to another level. It means more to them. And you know what? It was reflective on the court last night as the Nuggets lose to the Blazers in Portland. One thing I noticed, and tell me if I'm off base here, it seems to me like the Blazer players, Nurkic's teammates, really want him to beat his former team more so than the other way around. Yes, they seem to have a little bit of an edge in those games and rally around their teammate. I would agree. Why is that? Uh, I don't know. Maybe the Nuggets players don't have any animosity toward Nurkic. Maybe don't they know. don't. Maybe, maybe, maybe they, they think like he had the guy, a point. I don't know. I have no idea. If he's wearing another shirt and you're playing against him, shouldn't there be a built-in animosity? Isn't that called competition? Again, I, I hate to go down this road, but I will. The competitive flavor of these games these days, the kissing and loving and smooching before and after games, can't tolerate it, can't stand it, never have, never will. Never have. I get it. You can respect a guy. You can like a guy. He can be your friend. If I'm playing basketball against my brother, I hate him. If I'm playing basketball against my mother, I hate her. Am I the only one who feels this way? No, I'm right there with you. If I'm... Arguing a point with you, I, I hate you. You hate yeah, me, exactly. And, and Nurkic is on my list, and he's clearly not on some of the Nuggets players' lists, which bothers me because but, I thought his attitude last year was very, very poor, and I thought Tim Connolly did the right thing in trading him. So the fact that the team isn't embracing Yusuf Nurkic as an enemy, as a fan, that bothers me because I've embraced but maybe Yusuf they Nurkic liked him. as an enemy. Maybe they liked him as a teammate. That's fine, but do that privately. Do it in the hallway I get after it, the game. But if you like the guy and he got traded away, are you just going to artificially now dislike him? It, it comes down to what do you like more? Do you like him more? Or do you like winning more? What do you like more? I get it, and I, I understand that. But we want them to have this animosity toward Nurkic that HW has. No, it's and an I don't animosity think they feel that losing. way. It's an animosity to losing, no matter what, no matter who's playing for the other team. Man, I, I get it. I just, I think unfortunately they look at Portland as, boy, that's a tough place to go play and that's not one we're expected to win. I mean, they've lost what now, Vic? Nine if, in a row up there? You know, if, if you say that enough times and you just said it and we thought it too, it's a tough place to play. It's never an easy game. That's why they've lost nine in a row there. Correct. You can't, you can't talk yourself into that. But it, it happens with every team. The Broncos, when they don't have Peyton Manning, Arrowhead's a house of whores. Mm -hmm. Oh, we, there's no way we're going to go in there. Oh, God, we got to play there in cold weather. We're out of luck. Uh, you know, it, it, it's amazing how it's not such a, a, a terrible place to play when Peyton Manning's your quarterback. It's, you know, you fall into those traps when it is an uphill battle.
The good news is the Nuggets schedule remains fairly kind. They're eight and six. They're still fourth in the Western Conference, but the schedule will get tougher in the second half. So they have to continue to beat New Orleans on Friday night. They got to beat LA in LA on Sunday night. They got to beat Sacramento in Sacramento on Monday night because this thing isn't going to stay easy forever. But for now, it's certainly not a devastating loss last night. I mean, they've still won, what, seven of their last ten games? They're still in a pretty good spot. Oh, there's nothing devastating about it, but uh, you, you want to be in the game to the end. That's all I ask for. You, you can't have the game end in the third quarter, and that game was over in the third quarter. That's what was tough so, to so, watch. Vic, they, they obviously didn't miss Gary Harris all that much on Saturday. Everything clicked. Yeah. But I thought last night it was very apparent they missed Gary Harris for no a doubt. couple of reasons. One, Gary's a very good player. And two, by moving Will Barton into the starting lineup, you didn't have a ton of firepower off your bench last night, and I thought that hurt them as well. But well, they got outscored 42-15 on the bench. Mm-hmm. And if you look at the bench players for both teams, the, the Nuggets are vastly superior in talent. There's no reason they should be outscored like that bench-wise. Guys didn't do what they normally do. Guys so mi- so you agree with role. me that missing Will Barton off the bench was a big deal last night? Of course. Yeah, yes. it always it, the trickle-down always gets there. I get it. Right. I, but but at the heart of all this, again, I don't care. You know, numbers are numbers. I told you about you can't have your, your two-point guards, Moody and Murray, have nine turnovers and zero assists. Yes. That, that, that can't happen. That just can't. You can't have your Western Conference reigning player of the week Go two of nine for six points. You can't have that. Not in a game like that. But at the heart of all of that, forget the numbers. Wipe away the numbers. Do you want to beat that team? Do you want to beat your former teammate? Do you want it? Do you want, show me how much you want. I want to see it physically. Because the more physical team last night was Portland by far. They I got just, it in their shirts and they were physical. I don't think they have any animosity toward Nurkic. And they can't artificially create it. Well, they should have some animosity toward Portland as a team then, because that's the team that wiped them out of the postseason last year. March 28th was the day the Bron- or the Nuggets, it wasn't mathematically eliminated, but the day the Nuggets lost their bid at the playoffs. So if they can't remember that and seek revenge for that, I got nothing for it. So you're I saying- I have a couple more shots there. It's not, listen, it's early. I get it. It's early. I'm making way too much of a game in November. But you have to have that mentality because I guarantee you this. To make the playoffs this year, you're going to have to win some tough division road games. You're going to have to win at Minneapolis, at OKC, at Utah, and at Portland. At some point, you have to win those games. So you're saying, and I think I I don't want to put words in your mouth, but the Nuggets need to embrace the Blazers as a rival more than they are. Is that fair? Call it what you want. A rival. Call it whatever you want. You could tell, just by the way they prepped for the game, Portland wanted to beat the Nuggets more than the Nuggets wanted to beat Portland. Okay. And I'm, I'm with you on the road thing, man. I mean, they're two and four on the road, and their two wins are against Atlanta and Brooklyn, who are going to both be terrible lottery teams looking for ping pong balls. Like, I just got this text. Know. The Nuggets have zero toughness. Who's the tough guy on the team? We've been asking this question. The one silver lining last night that emerged, and you guys could think I'm an idiot for thinking this, but I thought the end of the game and when the Nuggets were, when the game was over, I thought what Paul Millsap did, his response to Nurkic, his response to that ridiculous foul call, that offensive foul, I loved it. He got animated. He got rough. At one point, he fouled Nurkic hard. I loved it. 
I love, I wish we had seen that from the get go. Yeah. So I saw some toughness. I saw some toughness from their big name free agent, the highest paid player. Now it needs to be contagious. No, I would, I would, I would agree. That's a potential silver lining from the loss where if he now emerges as that guy who has the edge, who sets the tone for his teammates, because you can't just walk in the building and go, Hey, I'm the highest paid guy. I'm the veteran. I'm in charge. It kind of has to develop organically. If that started to develop last night, then yeah, there was a positive that came out of Portland. I just, man, I don't understand the kissy kissy stuff before the games. You're about to play back. You're about to engage in competition. When I did field days as a kid in sixth grade and me and my cousin Joe were about to do the three legged race, we looked across at Andy Gordon and Paul Pettit. We weren't in a kissy kissy mood. We wanted to kill them and we won the three legged race by two lengths. Because of our attitude. Just remember that next time you engage in competition. It's your attitude. No idea why I went there, but up next, Akib Talib. Do you have any questions or comments? I sure do. Can't wait for this one. You haven't slept in who knows how long. You dread going to the mailbox, and your spouse just said the word divorce. When you owe back taxes to the state of the IRS, it affects your whole life. I've been in your shoes. I'm Jack McDonough, founder of Blackfin IRS Solutions. Years ago, when I owed the IRS tens of thousands of dollars, I couldn't eat. I couldn't sleep. I had a knot in my stomach 24-7. You're probably like a lot of taxpayers. You work hard every day at your job with small business. You may own your own home and have a few bucks in a retirement account. Don't let the IRS take it all away. Blackfin IRS Solutions will deal with the IRS and come up with a final resolution so you can get some sleep again. I can help you because I've been there. If you're in Colorado, call the one company who has been in your shoes, Blackfin IRS Solutions. Online at blackfinirs.com. For your free in-person consultation, call 303-904-1450. 303-904-1450. That's 303-904-1450. J.C. Dodge Construction understands. It's my home. My business. My investment. No matter what the job, big or small, with all the permits and logistics, navigating the world of construction is challenging. Communication can be daunting. And through it all, you've got your own busy life. At J.C. Dodge Construction, we'll manage the architects, the framers, electricians, plumbers, roofers, and painters to get the job done. J.C. Dodge can act as pre-construction consultants, or we can do what we do best, build. Commercial, residential, and tenant finish. Whether you have a drawing on a napkin or finalized plans. As general contractors, J.C. Dodge Construction can execute your project from design to finish. On time, on budget, and always to the highest of standards. Because quality is how we measure success. J.C. Dodge Construction. Promises kept. Call 720-613-5500 or online at jcdodgeconstruction.com. Hey, it's Vic Lombardi, and it's the time of year when we give thanks for all the good things in our lives. Me, I'm thankful anytime I can get a good night's sleep. But if you have sleep apnea or share a bed with someone who does, you may not feel so thankful if you're not getting relief from your CPAP machine. And you're not alone. Studies show more than 50% of people who have a CPAP machine don't even use it. Well, the future of sleep therapy is here, and it's called Inspire. 
Inspire is a sleep apnea solution that doesn't require a mask or a hose. Inspire works inside your body with your natural breathing process. It's a small device implanted under the skin that delivers mild stimulation to keep your airway open while you sleep. Inspire is FDA approved and currently being offered in over a 100 leading medical centers across the country. The freedom to sleep like everyone else is just a click away. Visit InspireSleep.com to learn more, review important safety information, and to find a doctor in Denver who can help you determine if Inspire is right for you. That's InspireSleep.com. Berg Simpson is a law firm with a national reputation and proven results. Berg Simpson, your fighters for justice when the game is on the line. Go to BergSimpson.com. That's B-U-R-G Simpson.com. Good lawyers changing lives. This is Holly Kammerer of the Berg Simpson Law Firm. If you've been injured, don't leave the important choice of legal representation to just anyone. We have proven results, and you can check for yourself at BergSimpson.com. That's BergSimpson.com. Berg Simpson. Good lawyers, changing lives. The Altitude 950 Traffic Update. Westbound I-70 running slow between Tower Road to before Havana, where there is an accident clearing. Traffic is brought to you by NHTSA and the Ad Council. Westbound 270 stop and go between I-70 and Vasquez. Westbound I-76 is very slow, 96th Avenue to 270. If you get caught drinking and driving, your social life stops. But your friends' social lives won't. Visit ultimatepartyfoul.org to make sure you don't get left behind. I'm Chris McLaughlin with traffic on Altitude 9. 50. This is the Akib Talib Show. Our field, our show. Presented by Metro 21 Real Estate Group. Check them out at Metro21Homes.com. Icon Suit. Professionally tailored suits in Cherry Creek. Honda Power Equipment. Power you can trust. I gotta show up and do something, right? This is the Akib Talib Show. Let's go! On Altitude 950. Well, when we signed up to do this show with Akeem Tlaib, I never anticipated having a show where we talk about a five-game losing streak, but here we are. Keeb, how are you, my man? I'm good. What do you want me to ask you today? Is there any anything you want to ask me? Because I've run out of subject matter. I don't know where to go with this. Hey, man, I, I just call and answer questions. <laughs> I'm not in charge of making the questions. <laughs> well, let me make a few questions for you. Last week you said this was the worst run you've ever been on in your career. Five in a row added to that run. Um, how do you, how do you wake up with any optimism now? How do you, how do you know you can turn this around? Well, first of all, uh, we, we kind of, we kind of got the powerhouses out, out the way, man. We think we got a couple more three and six teams coming up, man. So, so that's a positive. Taking advantage of the schedule. You're right. Because that, you know, the three straight on the road is one thing. And then to come home to New England, uh, that's another. I, I really thought that New England game was winnable only because you guys have handled Brady before at home and you found the formula to beat Brady. Whatever that formula is, it did not work Sunday night. What is it? Wh- what was he doing to get at you guys defensively? Well, we spotted him 25 points, Vic. <laughs> <laughs> Yes, you did. Yes, you did. You gave him an early lead. And if you give a guy like Brady an early lead, there's not much you can So what's going through your mind then? Let's be honest. What's going through your mind when that punt is fumbled at the very beginning of the game? Because my mind, I don't want to tell you what was going through my mind. I, I honestly said, okay, game's over again. They can't, they just can't get a game clean. Yeah, well, honestly, I was thinking, man, we got to hold these guys to three points if we want some type of chance to win. Cause you can't just spot Brady. You can't let, Brady has 
18 yards passing and 21 points. So, I mean, I just I just was like, we just got to hold them to a field goal, man. So, we didn't hold them to a field goal, and they got ugly from there. You know, we talk about special teams, and a lot of us like to focus on, well, you know, the special team guys are all backups, but that's not the case in the NFL. You got a lot of starters playing special teams. You got a lot of guys who play a lot of, a lot of plays on special teams. What is the issue there for this team? Why can't it transfer over to game day? Uh, we, we actually don't have a lot of starters playing on our special team, man. Maybe we should, though, so, uh, so we can get better in that department, but, uh, I don't know. I don't know what it is, man. I don't know if those guys are not preparing. Uh, or or it's, it's just a lot of young guys on the field. Maybe like, maybe those guys get nervous. Uh, I'm not sure what it is, but it's a, it's an area that we definitely have to get better in. And in the future, you may see more starters on special teams. Would you volunteer yourself for that? I mean, because we've seen it across the NFL. Who's to say you can't return a punt or or go down on punt or kickoff coverage? Would you ever say, "Hey, I want to do it"? Yeah, at this point, Vic, I'm about ready to do anything, man. So. So I definitely ask Brock, uh, could he use some help? Or ask uh, Coach VJ, could he use some help? Uh, Is so, that by design? It's going to be a handful of starters who, uh, who do that. Is the reason they don't use starters just a health thing? They don't want to get you guys risk injury? Is that what it is? Is that what it comes down to? No, it comes down to, man, it, it takes 53 guys to, to win a football game. So, man, those guys are professionals as well. So if your job is to play special teams, then that's your job. You should be able to do your job. I mean, they, they are on a team, and they are professionals, right, Vic? Yes, sir. All right, let, let's talk about the job defensively, because clearly you guys have had an issue with the running back and the tight ends stopping them on opposing teams. What is it you're doing or not doing? Why is it? Why is that exposed on this defense? Uh, I'm not sure, man. I'm not sure. We're, we're a, majority, a majority man team, so... Guys got to play man on those guys. Would and, you uh, like to see more zone, Keep? I mean, well, we play zone. <laughs> we play zone, and, and the tight end got the majority of his passes in zone coverage. The running back got the majority of his passes in man coverage. So, so we was playing a great quarterback, man. And uh, he knew, he knew, he knew the looks, man. We we gave him the looks, and when he knew what we was in, he took advantage of. It. How many times did you line up against uh, Gronk? I saw it on a couple occasions. And, and was that by design, or did he just come to your side of the ball? He just came to my side of the ball. I think I lined up on him, I think, once. Did you, at any point, would you ever be up to, hey, I want Gronk. I want Gronk for this game. Not like Gronk killed you guys. They had everybody in the mix here. But right. you ever get that point, I want to cover this dude to shut him down? Uh, of course, I would like to. But, man, that, that's not how our defense is set up, man. We are... Uh, if, if if I go guard Gronk for the whole game, then then Brady Brady would have seen okay we got a kid to leave in the box. He would have ran wham at me all game. I mean we talking about we playing the greatest quarterback of all time. Sure, he had every answer to everything we did. What what is wham? A keep a run play where where the tight end blocked down and they pull a guard right at whoever over the tight end. You know, it's amazing. You, you talk about Brady. He's 40 years old, and he's playing better than he did three, four years ago. How, how is this possible? Uh, I, don't, I don't know, man. I'm just I'm I'm fortunate enough to to be able to tell my grandkids the stuff that that I was playing against the the 
the greatest quarterback of all time, and I'm actually one who beat him twice. And I could tell him great stories about how I beat him two times in one season and won the Super Bowl. So uh, I'm just fortunate to, fortunate to be able to play with him and, and play it against him and, and been able to beat him. Okay, you guys beat him in that AFC title game because you hit him. You hit him a lot of times. I mean, he was battered and bruised. How come you couldn't get to him this time? Why was he so able to get the ball away so quickly? This was a that's a that's a totally different team. It's not it's not that team, man. There's a there's a lot of guys who, who was on that team who's not on this team. Uh, it's it's just a totally different team. Everything about that team is different. So so even even their game plan was different. So I mean, you can't play him the same way that you played him that time because he's that's why he's the greatest. The greatest quarterback of all time. You're not gonna mm-hmm. come through the same thing. <laughs> Excuse me. You're not gonna come through the same thing that you did to him in the, in the last game. He's gonna he's gonna adjust. So so we had to adjust. Keep. I gotta they ask you. Out, they came out and played us in running back, fullback, tight end. They didn't come out and play us in three receivers or barely played us in two tight ends. They played a little bit of two tight ends, but for the majority of the game, they was in twenty one personnel. Yeah. Well, they have the ability to adapt and change. I mean, every week it seems like a different game plan. And I I think a lot of Bronco fans, they look at that and say, well, why can't you change? Why do you guys run the same game plan? Why is it the same defense? Why don't you change uh, based on the, the teams you play? Do you have an answer for that or no? I just go to work, but, uh yeah. I'm, I'm not into the game plan area. So I just go to work and, and do what the coaches tell us to do. Okay, 12 men on the field. We've seen that on a couple occasions. Is that guy just miscommunicating? How does that happen? People always shake their heads when they see it. Uh, I don't know. I have no idea how it happened, man. It was it was fourth and seven. Uh, I thought the punt return team should have been on the field. Uh, for whatever reason, he, he wanted the defense to stay on the field, and that's where the confusion came in. I think we have one too many linemen or or – I don't really know who was the extra guy on the field, but it was it was it was a defensive stay play when when everyone thought it was going to be a punt return play. Mm-hmm. Listen, I, now I'm going to ask you about the tweet you sent last night, and I'm not to, I'm not trying to rile you up, but I think the misconception out there, and and this is a perception that's been around for a long time, is that sometimes it feels like the fans care more than the players. Can you address that when you lose a game? And I know you feel it in your bones. What about those who think, man, the, the fans are more ticked off than the players themselves? Uh, that's I don't know. That's it's, it's impossible, man. It's, it's, as mad as the fans think they are, the, the players are ten times ten times matter. So it's, it's 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 literally impossible for the man for the fans to be madder than the players. All right, your, your tweet here, you said, quote, Broncos love true fans, the ones who are there through thick and thin. All bandwagon fans, please leave Broncos country immediately. What, uh, what prompted you to send that tweet? Uh, just the, just the bandwagon fans are all on my Twitter and stuff. And, you know, the, what, the what is a bandwagon fan with... in your mind, Keith? What is a band? How would you describe a, a one? A bandwagon fan is a fan who's, who's, Posting everything, great job, and we love this. When when the times is good, but when the times is bad, they it's bashing and bashing and bashing. So, how I mean, should a fan? Fans, that's, that's like that's like me. I, I'm a I'm a true Broncos fan. 
It don't matter what happened. We could be 0-15. Week 16, I'm going to be positive. I'm going to think we're going to win this game. No, I get no that. I get what. that. You're wired. You're wired that way. But let me ask you this. A lifelong Broncos fan, how should a fan react when his team, his or her team, loses five in a row and obviously not meeting expectations? How should they react? You should react with some positive tweets with your team. Come on, guys. We can get it together. Yeah. Man, you've been here through the good times, right? Well, oh, yeah. It, 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 the world is not a utopia, so it ain't always going to be Super Bowl every year. So when your team is doing bad, hang in there and stick with them. Pat them on the back if you're a true fan. If you're not, just leave Broncos country. Three and six, what are the goals this year? Is it? It would take a miracle. Let's be honest. I mean, let's be real here. You'd almost have to win out to assure a playoff spot. Do you have right. that in you? Yeah, we got it in us, man. We uh, we play we play some we play some teams with some losing records coming up, man. So we got to take advantage of our opponent. Evidently, they're not playing fundamentally sound football as well. That's what that's what it's about. Every team got talent. Every team is is pretty good. Every team is full of professionals. It's the teams who's not beating themselves. It's the teams who's not not making those errors, like dropping punts or getting punts blocked. It's those teams who's winning games. So we just got to clean up the fundamentals, man, and uh, and, and go on a nice little run and, and see what happens. It was I seen a I seen a, a eight and eight Tim Tebow team sliding to the playoffs before. So who knows? Don't nobody know what's gonna happen unless uh, except for the people upstairs. You're so right when you say that, keep. Because this ain't high school or college where there's such a talent gap. College, you can, man. you know, you win games because you're just more talented. NFL, the talent is almost dead even. It's about who executes. It's always, that it's always dead even, Vic. It's always dead even. It comes down to execution. So the guys who the guys who execute, they usually win that game. If you don't turn the ball over, you usually win that game. So we just got to find a way to clean up clean up our fundamentals, and uh, and we got to finish strong like grown men, like like prideful men. So. We're going to finish strong, and uh, and we'll see what happens. Keeb, it's always a pleasure, my friend. We'll talk to you next week. Thanks, Vic. All right, that is Keeb Talib. Thoughts and reaction when we come back on Altitude 950. Keep to Leave Show has been brought to you by Metro 21 Real Estate Group. Check them out at Metro21Homes.com. Icon Suit, professionally tailored suits in Cherry Creek. Honda Power Equipment, power you can trust. Our field, our show. Don't miss A Keep to Leave every Tuesday at 8.15 with Vic Lombardi. Exclusively on Altitude 950, Denver's all-sports station. Here's what's happening at Altitude 950. Make plans to attend the Mile High Dreams Gala, a Toast to our teams on Wednesday, November 15th from 7 to 10 at the Pepsi Center. Interact with players, coaches, alumni, dancers, and mascots from the Denver Nuggets, Colorado Avalanche, Colorado Mammoth, and Colorado Rapids. Proceeds benefit the community program supported by Kroenke Sports Charities. Get more info now at Altitude950.com. Hey, Scott Asian here. When you want to boost your endurance or reduce your fatigue after a long day, drink H2 hydrogen water. No sugar, no caffeine. It's pure water infused with molecular hydrogen. It's a natural way to boost your body with nutrients. Olympic athletes, Sonia Richards-Ross, Jackie Joyner-Kersey, choose H2. So get your H2 hydrogen water today at your local King Super so you, too, can experience the revitalizing power of molecular hydrogen. H2. 
Hey there, hockey fans. Tune in Thursday on Altitude as your Colorado Avalanche go head-to-head with the Washington Capitals. The best hometown coverage starts Thursday at 6 with Puck Drop at 7. Altitude brings you all the best hockey action from the ice to the locker room all season long. For more behind-the-scenes exclusives and game previews, follow us on Twitter and like us on Facebook. Altitude Sports, your television home for Colorado Avalanche hockey. Hey guys, Scott Hastings here. It's No Shave Movember. Time to change the face of your health for the better. Take the first step and get your levels checked by someone you trust. I personally recommend going to the Low T Center. Low T Center makes it quick and easy, and most health insurance is accepted. This Movember, they are offering a testosterone and prostate level test with assessment for only $50. Guys, take the first step. Call them. 303-451-5698. That's 303-451-5698. Or get online at Low T Center. Save hundreds on your next Yukon, Buick Encore, Sierra 1500, or Acadia at Sus Buick GMC. At Sus, there are no dealer fees, ever. The price you see is the price you pay plus tax. Sus saves you hundreds on their vast selection of over 500 new and used cars and trucks. So when you're looking at the sleek and powerful new GMC terrain on Sus.net, you can focus on how you'll spend the hundreds you saved. Sus Buick GMC, where they treat you like family. Family owned for over 35 years at 1301 South Havana. In Aurora. Darren College, a former NFL Super Bowl champion, signed the most important contract of his life to serve in the Army National Guard. I've had a lot of military in my family. It's a big part of what uh, my family's done for a long time. I'm, I want to go out there and make a difference. I didn't find that working behind a desk, so for me it was a pretty easy decision to make. And then the opportunity to serve my community and serve my country was just icing on the cake. To learn how to be part of the Army National Guard, log on to NationalGuard.com. Sponsored by the Colorado Army National Guard. Aired by the Colorado Broadcasters Association and this station. The Altitude 950 Traffic Update. Northbound I-25, extremely slow traffic between Castle Pines Parkway and around 6th Avenue. Traffic is brought to you by the Ad Council. Just clearing an accident northbound I-25 north of 104th, the backed up traffic to the Thornton Parkway. In the wake of a hurricane, everyone wants to help. Monetary donations are the most effective way to make a big difference. Donate today at supporthurricanerelief.org. I'm Chris McLaughlin with traffic on Altitude 950. The Altitude 950 hotline is now open. Call 303-753-0950 to join the show. Okay, 12 men on the field. We've seen that on a couple occasions. Is that guy just miscommunicating? How does that happen? People always shake their heads when they see it. Uh, I don't know. I have no idea how it happened, man. It was it was 4 for 7. Uh, I thought the punt return team should have been on the field. Uh, for whatever reason, he, he wanted the defense to stay on the field and that's where the confusion came in. I think we had one too many linemen or, or I don't really know who was the extra guy on the field, but it was, it was, it was a defensive stay play when, when everyone thought it was going to be a punt return play. You guys reading what I'm reading on that one? Mm, uh, yes. Akib was. Incredible this morning, Vic. That was you know, the most talkative he's been with us in a couple months. I, I made a, a glaring mistake there, and my follow-up question should have been, who is the he? Because he says he wanted the defense to stay on the field. And my assumption was was Vance Joseph, but it could have been Brock Olivo. could have been Joe Woods. I, uh, I, I'm not sure who the he was there. I don't think it's Brock Olivo. It could be Joe Woods. My assumption would be it's Vance Joseph, but... 
Uh, I don't think Brock Olivo make, can make the decision to put the defense on the field on a, and I'm not sure it was fourth and seven because wasn't the 12 men on the field enough for a first down? Yeah, it was fourth and four. Yeah. So, but regardless, it was the same. He wanted to play defense instead of, uh, put the punt return unit on the field and it caused confusion. A, it's a weird decision, but B, that shouldn't cause confusion. It, 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 that, that's a relatively simple thing. Nope, we're going with whatever the, the defense is at that time, not punt return unit. That's just guys not paying attention and the communication not being good. Yeah, Akib was insightful there, Vic. There was a lot to be gleaned from that interview this morning. Well, they're doing their part not to throw each other under the bus. I get it. But in a roundabout way, I mean, <laughs> come on. You, you don't have to be a forensics expert to translate and interpret what these guys are cooking, right? Um Players, especially veteran players, seem to acknowledge that there are some coaching communication issues. The coaches, in a roundabout way, are saying, we're laying out the groundwork. We're coaching these guys up. They're not getting it done on game day. Well, I, I see it. I, I, there is a, there is a rift there. I see it. Well, but a lot of this, and, and I, I think you can look at both what Vance Joseph said and what Akib Talib said. Uh, the guys who are backups, who are playing special teams, aren't getting it done. They're not paying attention and they're on the field when they shouldn't be on the field and gets 12 men yeah. on the field. They're yeah. not following through on their assignments. I mean, Akib said it. We don't have a lot of starters playing special teams, but that's going to change. So it's a depth issue with this team of their young players, their backup players, aren't very damn good. Well, and it's like Akib's almost like, I'm too good for this crap, right? I'm a Super well, you know, Bowl champion. I have a ring. I'm yeah. the second best player on this football team, and this team is being wasted because our young guys aren't well, getting it well, done. That's why I asked him. How come he and Emmanuel Sanders aren't knocking on Olivo's door and saying, I, I, I want to return punts? Well, and his direct quote was, yeah, at this point, Vic, I'm about ready to do anything. Well, so he wants to that? play special teams. Uh, but why weren't they doing that earlier is what I'm saying. Look at all the other NFL teams. Is Tyreek Hill a starter? Mm-hmm. Okay, is Antonio Brown a starter? Mm-hmm. The, the guy who blocked the punt for New England, not a starter, but a major role on that New England offense. Uh, Rex Burkhead, right? Yes. Yeah. The, well, what I'm getting at is why why are the Broncos using exclusively backups then? Why, why don't they sprinkle in some of these veterans? I mean, well, if that's what it takes. Fine, but uh, to be fair, uh, the stories that have been circulating for a year and a half for Emmanuel Sanders won't return punts. You tell him he has to. Well, okay, I'm with you, but this is a guy who doesn't seem to have control of his team. And Gary Kubiak couldn't get him to return punts either. Joe DiCamillis couldn't get him to return punts. So we can blame Brock Olivo and we can blame Vance Joseph, but this is the second regime that couldn't get him to do it. I mean, why is Emmanuel Sanders not your punt returner? I remember when Rod Smith returned punts at the height of his career when they needed the help there. And this was coming off concussions. Eric Decker returned punts. He was the, he was the guy starting opposite Demarius Thomas. Uh, I mean, if you've got a, if you've got Trend and Holiday and all he does is return punts, and yeah, there was high risk with him, but there was high reward. Okay, but Isaiah McKenzie does nothing else, nothing else. He brings nothing to the offense at all. And it's just to me, you got to have somebody out there who you can you can count on to catch the football. Here's the other thing, Vic. If Emmanuel Sanders drops that ball. Two things. One, I can put up with it because it's Emmanuel Sanders and he makes plays. Two, he's got a chance through the rest of the game to make, to up, make for up for it. it. Isaiah McKenzie ain't going to make up for yeah. it. It's going to be weighing on his mind the entire game. You're exactly right. You're ex- you're ex- you know I like that being a one track position if it's a proven entity, not a rookie. Right. Right. 
If it's a proven entity, if it's Devin Hester, who does nothing but return kicks, okay, I get it. If it's a rookie who's never been in that situation, well, come on. Well, and even and the Trenton Holiday example works. I mean, for as horrible as that Ravens game was, the way it ended, people forget he returned two kicks for touchdowns that day. Yeah. They were in yeah. that game because of Trenton Holiday. And, and Trenton Holiday made some boneheaded plays. Mm-hmm. He did. But he also, every time he had the football in his hands, he had a chance you to score. He thought he could score. Isaiah McKenzie in training camp, preseason, and through nine regular season games has shown zero ability to that. Nothing. And Vance Joseph can tell us all day long of what his average per return is. Has there been a moment, really, throughout the year where you're like, whoa, I got out of my chair because Isaiah had the football in his hands? It hasn't happened. It hasn't happened. Yeah, I... Listen, man, that, that was, t- it's tough to negotiate these kind of interviews because I almost feel it's like I'm riding a, I'm in, I'm in a kayak, man, in deep waters and I'm just, I don't know when he's going to explode. What's going to set him off? I'll give a kid credit because nothing really does. But you know what I'm saying? Like what question will I ask will just set him off and get angry? No, I'm with you. And the, and the tweet thing started making me think, uh oh, here we go. And, and I completely disagree with the keeps take on it. I totally disagree with it. Do but we it, have that, Jesse? If you can find that, please, because I, I'd love to play it back. Cause I asked that question, uh, more for the sake of what we talk about every day on the show, what a fan is. And listen, this is the beauty of working for a station where you don't have to preach the same damn thing every day. You could really treat this as a rational fan. And a rational fan, the way I was raised as a fan, I don't know how you guys do it, you have every reason to criticize and celebrate. Yes. In fact, if you don't mix the two, you're just a cheerleader. Yes, I agree. And I don't have white chaps and orange pom-poms. So I disagree with the Keeb's take on this. But I thought he was thoughtful on his on his answer on it, and I thought he put forth his opinion uh, in a way that I'm like, okay, I can respect your your take on it. I disagree, but he certainly had a, a reason for what he was saying. He wasn't just uh, sounding off on Twitter, so I can respect that. So I you're re- saying his delivery was good? Yes, yes. I just disagree with his tone. <laughs> <laughs> See, it always comes back to tone. All right, let's listen in. This is what Akib had to say about the tweet he delivered last night. The, what the, what the is a bandwagon fan, fan in your mind, Akib? What is a band? How would you describe a, a one? Bandwagon fan is a fan who's who's posting everything, great job, and we love this when when the times is good. But when the times is bad, they it's bashing and bashing and bashing. So that is a, a bandwagon fan in his estimation. You're not allowed to bash and respectfully disagree. Bashing is one thing. All right, now some of these idiots that get online and get personal, and you, you know the difference, right? You know the line that's crossed. The idiots cross the line all the time. Yes. I'm yes. talking about constructive criticism that every fan has. If a fan sits up in the stands and says, "What the hell was that call?" That's what a fan is supposed to do. If a fan sits up in the stands and, and says, I hate you and where you're from, and I hate what you're about, I hate your religion and creed, that's an idiot. Agreed. Agreed. I, I don't think getting on C.J. Anderson for every time he runs more than seven feet, tapping the top of his head and needing to come off and get a rest is unfair. I don't. I don't think that's unfair. That's not what a workhorse uh, back is supposed to do. Um, I think if you if you make it personal, then, yeah, that's, that's crossing the line. But I, I think there's all sorts of fair criticisms. And, look, if you're six and three, there's less criticism than when you're three and six and you've lost five straight games. And in one way, shape or form, all five, save for the game at Arrowhead, have been an embarrassment. Mm-hmm. I mean, just an embarrassment. I, I, you, 
I think you're just you're you're just looking at life through orange colored glasses if you're not being critical of that. Well, yeah, and that's an important caveat you offered up there in terms of not getting personal. I mean, I said it yesterday. Brock Olivo is a fellow Mizzou grad. When I met him this summer, he said M I Z and I said Z O U because that's what you say to Mizzou fans. That yeah, doesn't mean I, sort of I freaked out when you did that. That doesn't mean I don't think he has to go. That doesn't mean I I'm disappointed they didn't make a change yesterday. It's nothing personal with Brock Olivo. I'm not rooting for this guy to end up on the streets and not have a job. But clearly they need to make a change at that position group because he is not a good enough coach to lead this team right now. Yeah. So but it, it so it's never personal and I want people to understand that. I think I think that was important what you said. But who is deciding that he needs to put Cody Latimer and Devontae Booker and people like that on these kick coverage and kick return teams? Who's deciding that? Is that Brock Olivo? Is it Vance Joseph? Is it John Elway? Because who's making the decision? We're not going to put starters. Man, you out think there. that you think John Elway is that much of a micromanager that he's telling Brock Olivo who has to play on special teams? I mean, if he's you know, in Coeur d'Alene and Tahoe well, in LA, how is he making these decisions? Demarcus Walker doesn't play because he doesn't play special teams. Could he have blocked as well as they blocked on the block punt? Dude, Probably. Dude, you know, a better question might be, and, and, and this is something again. I thought Akib was insightful almost by what he did not say rather than what he said. Their defensive strategy and their approach and their inability to change things and just stick with what they have, it's mind-numbing at times. Von Miller in coverage 18 times in that game? Von Miller is a pass rusher. Von Miller makes a living going after the quarterback. Von Miller's paid to go after guys like Brady. When I see Von Miller split in coverage, what comes to mind? Coaching. What are they doing? Yeah, it, I mean, it's, they, it's they, they literally team. won the Super Bowl because of Von Miller. Well, we said it last week, too. We were talking about, hey, what's a recipe where they could win this game? You have to pressure Tom Brady. Well, why would your number one pressure guy be in coverage 18 times? That makes no sense. That's bad coaching. How many times did Wade Phillips have him in coverage? I, I just, again, I, if you're not willing to adapt and change, and he said, he goes, what makes New England good is they they change it up. You know, if I have to go one-on-one with Gronk, they're going to throw a, what did he call it again? A wham play? Mm-hmm. Did he wham reference play. George Michael? <laughs> he did say, though, that they played zone when it went to the tight ends, and they were constantly in, in man-to-man on the running backs, and it's what we said yesterday. It was Brandon Marshall and Todd Davis chasing a running back across the field all game long, and Josh McDaniels just went to it over and over yep. and over and over again. Hey, Vic, quick reminder, we will qualify someone to try to go to Club Lexus when you hear the Chris Drury goal call, be caller number three, and we have Nuggets tickets, so you could go to the Avs or the Nuggets on us. We'll do that in the next hour and 15 minutes. I'm more impressed that Akeem Tlaib is a Wham fan. We have something in common. Up next, sugar. little sugar, please. is the home of the Nugget. And every Wednesday at noon, we're talking hoops. Former Nugget star Earl Boykins joins Hastings and Brownman. Jokic is a guy where it's, it's a huge disadvantage when he's that far out at the three-point. To break down the Nuggets and the NBA. Watching the Nuggets play, the first pass will be a great pass. The next guy is not ready. The Earl Boykins Basketball Hour. Before you get the ball, you should know if you're going to shoot or drive the ball before it even comes to you. Wednesday at noon on Altitude 950. This is 
the time of year when friends and family gather for old and new traditions, for giving thanks, and putting away the leftovers to hit the stores and fight the mobs to get the best Christmas deals. This year, skip the mob and go to the Black Friday event at MetVet in Castle Rock. Beat the winter snows and icy roads with discounts on an all-wheel drive Buick Enclave or Encore. Plus, MedVed has incredibly competitive leases on Buick luxury sedans. Experience the new Buick. Check out the all-new all-wheel drive GMC Terrain. And MedVed has discounts up to 13000 off MSRP on GMC Sierras and incredible leases on GMC Canyon. GMC, we are professional grade. There's no need to wait for Black Friday savings. Go to MedVed in Castle Rock and start a new tradition. MedVed Chevrolet Buick GMC. Just minutes south of Lincoln on the I-25 corridor. Depart the 181 ramp Castle Rock. Shop online at MedVedChevroletBuickGMC.com. Stock GT5352T MSRP49804 plus tax title and fees includes 599DH. Price includes non-qualifying GM discounts. Subject to prior sale with the group credit expires 11-30-17. See it all this fall with Cudarelli Vision's best LASIK pricing of the year. Call before November 30th and save $1,000 off LASIK. And we offer 0% financing for 24 months. Say goodbye to the frustrations of glasses and contacts and experience life with the clear vision you deserve. Night vision can be improved. Visual results often exceed 2020, even if you have astigmatism. And Cudarelli Vision offers its exclusive lifetime LASIK assurance plan. Unlike corporate chains, our surgeon is a board-certified Johns Hopkins trained corneal specialist with over 70,000 procedures. Use your flex spending or HSA before the end of the year. Schedule your free LASIK consultation today by calling 303-486-2020. That's 303-486-2020. Or visit CudarelliVision.com. Cudarelli Vision, Colorado's number one choice for LASIK and cataracts. Certain restrictions apply. Individual results may vary. Get a jump on the Colorado winter. Johnson Auto Plaza and Jeep roll out the Black Friday sales event with exceptional rebates and incentives on all new Jeep models. And better, this Black Friday lasts all month long. Hi, I'm Alan Roach. For almost 20 years, I've touted the Johnson way of doing business as best in class. And in those 20 years, the Johnson family has only gotten better at what they do, turning first-time buyers into lifetime customers every day. Jeep provides the vehicles to tame our Colorado winter. Capable and elegant, the Jeep Cherry. Luxury and sophistication, the Jeep Grand Cherokee. Uncompromising, unequaled performance, the Jeep Wrangler. Shop the entire line of Jeeps at Johnson Auto Plaza, the most awarded SUV line of all time. It's your turn to experience the Johnson Advantage and your turn to leave the winter driving anxieties at home. Get your new Jeep where Colorado shops and get it before the snow flies. The Black Friday sales event at Johnson Auto Plaza, north of E-470 on Highway 85, johnsonautoplaza.com. The Altitude 950 Traffic Update. Northbound I-25, extremely slow traffic still. Castle Pines Parkway up through to 6th Avenue. Traffic is brought to you by Amazon. An earlier crash northbound north of 104th has been cleared. You're looking slow on southbound I-25. Stop and go between 48th and Colfax and between Broadway and Hamden. Amazon is hiring in Aurora. This is your last chance to earn extra money this season. Go to Amazon.com slash Denver Jobs. Amazon is an equal opportunity employer. I'm Chris McLaughlin with traffic on Altitude 950. Altitude 950, Denver's all-sports station. Now, back to Vic Lombardi. And Sador back at center. Sador into the middle, bad pass, intercepted. Flurry dropped it, trying to get it back to him. Ozzelin, backhand side, Ozzelin dropped it.
what that means, HW. Man, you hear it there. That call gives me goosebumps every time. Chris Drury in the playoffs in 1999. Avstar's Drury game winner. That means Altitude 950 wants to send you and a guest to see the Avs. Take on the Stars. November 22nd, we want to send you in style. All week we'll be qualifying listeners for a chance to win the Ultimate Abs VIP Experience. Listen for that call. Be the third caller. You're in the running to win a pair of Club Lexus tickets to the Colorado-Dallas game on November 22nd. You'll sit in the fourth row, food and drink before and during the game. It's the Ultimate Abs VIP Experience. Compliments of Altitude 950. Vic, we did that Club Lexus thing for a hockey game. It yeah. was awesome. Dude, it was so good. It was so good. Of course, you guys left early. I didn't, but it was great. Really enjoyed myself there. I was just going to say, you know what? We could probably use another one of those again just to kind of, you know, refresh, build, build a little team chemistry. Yes. And then you drop that. And I'm just like, nope, I'm good. I'm good. I think I'll, I think I'll watch from the level three. Well, I'm, I'm if fine. anything, we're honest on this show, uh, right? It's fine. It's you have good. to be honest. I mean, I mean, my man Donkey comes in late because he's got a softball game. Do you remember that? I, I, didn't come in, I, I didn't come in late. I came in on time. Let's be clear here. Late is right when the game starts, especially when you're enjoying Club Lexus. You cannot enjoy Club Lexus without going about an hour early and imbibing. So I, if you're caller number three, you're qualified for this. Club Lexus is awesome, and the food spread is great. And then the best part is you go to get a beer, and you bring your credit card out, and they're like, Oh, yeah, we don't take that's beer. free. They're and you're like, oh, whoa! That's one of the two things I like the most. Yeah. That and the dessert station is ridiculous. And I'm not even a big dessert guy. And it's just, it's like being, I, I feel like I'm nine years old again on Halloween. Those mm-hmm. two things. The beer that I don't have to pay for and the dessert. So if you weren't caller three this morning, you can be caller three on any one of our four live and local shows today, tomorrow, Thursday, Friday, Crackman and Harris will pick the winner Friday afternoon live on air. Let me address a couple things on the text line here. 4016 says, I don't know if Tlaib will be coming back after that interview. Well, you don't know a key Tlaib. Why why would he not come back? That was harmless. I mean, you think an interview on a local radio station is going to prohibit this guy from doing what he does? You kidding me? What about that interview would not allow him to come back? Yeah, I don't quite understand that rationale. I mean, what, what do you think? He's going to get get criticized by his coaches? No, no man. You Half the stuff that you hear publicly, it means not, I want to know what's going on behind closed doors. I guarantee there are screaming matches going on behind closed doors. I guarantee they're going on on the sidelines in games. There are screaming matches even for teams that win games, that go to Super Bowls. I've seen it. I couldn't imagine what we hear when you lose five in a row. He is a $12 million cap hit next year with a $1 million dead cap. Uh, from 8725, can we talk about the Nuggets, please? Does Jokic, Jokic get in the head, get in his own head when he plays against Nurkic? It's a good question. He has not had his best games against his former teammate. He's not. That's a fact. Now, both of those games have come in Portland. Let's see when Portland comes here. That's how I would assess that. That that's a fair evaluation. I would agree. I would agree. It was it was and I, I said it at the beginning of the show though, it was disheartening. I, I didn't like the way the center matchup went last night. If you're just being brutally honest about what went down, 
If that's your best player, it needs to be a different performance against a guy like Nurkic. You know, Michael Malone went out of his way to downplay that because a lot of the questions going into that game, what do you think about Yoke versus Nurk and blah, blah, blah. And he, he was like, I, I'm here to watch Portland and Denver. Yeah. So they downplayed it. But remember, remember the game last March when they lost and basically put him out of the playoffs? What was the storyline from that game? It was Nurkic had 29 or whatever. Nurkic had 33 and 15 in that game. And Plumlee had a goose egg. It yes. was the center matchup again. Now, it wasn't Jokic, but it was still the, the the battle of the centers. It was the two guys that were essentially traded for each other. That storyline needs to not be so one-sided every time they play at Portland. And there's nothing wrong with talking about that storyline either. And don't, don't run from it. You're going to have to face it again and Agreed. again and again until you beat it. And All it's up to you to beat it. We got Jeff Legwald in studio. Let's get a uh, quick sugar fix in before we get to late. You're trying to get okay. I see how this works now. You're 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 getting impatient. Let's say 54. Yeah. You've kind of meandered. Marty's been patiently waiting. He's yeah. going to wait five more seconds. Eight just minutes for late. All right, let's go. Sugar. <laughs> it's time for your morning sugar fix. Instant sugar high. Sugar high. Sugar hit high. Brought to you by Lamar's Donuts. Going beyond the news to bring you the sweet stories. Sugar slam! Shake that. Marty, when we did that Club Lexus thing, you even went along. How many many guys in your position get a chance to go along on a ride like that? Oh, that was fantastic. Loved it. That was a wedding present. Remember that now. That was a great present, yeah. Thank you very much. You're, you're no good. problem. You're, you're welcome. Thank you card in six to eight months. Yeah, you're, have, you're welcome. Have we gotten our gifts yet nope. from Marty? Nothing. Where's my flask, Marty? Not a thing. Hey, in, in all seriousness, when you do these thank you cards, which I, do you physically write them out or does the missus do that? No, we kind of split it up. I do my family. She does hers. Just kind of do it like that. I mean, do you get very particular with what the gift was or is it a generic thank you for showing up? And if it was really you? generous, we'll get pretty specific. But, you know, if it's pretty generic, okay. we'll just, just let it ride. Let it ride, Marty. Let it ride. Okay. Patrick Warburton, better known as David Putty, notorious face banner, <laughs> turns 53 today. Uh, what the? So what do you think? What is that? I painted my face. You painted your face? Yeah. Why? Well, you know, support the team. Don't mess with the devil, buddy. We're number one. We beat anybody. We're the devils. The devils. <laughs> Is this another one of those Seinfeld references I don't understand? Yep. I was just going to say, now is the part of the show when Vic says he doesn't get Seinfeld. I, I, I don't know what you guys are talking about. Uh, David Putty, great character. Great character. Putty's the high-five guy, right? Yeah. Nate and Ryan do the high-five every day, and you hear Putty going, high-five. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. I feel like I was like in a coma for those years. I, I don't recall many of these episodes. Well, They're still, still on. on all the time. You could get yeah. you could get into Seinfeld now, You know, Vic. I wasn't alive I, when just... MASH was in a Tate and I've seen every episode, Vic. You yeah. can watch these later. MASH, I do remember. Now, I don't feel like jumping into that cookie jar 10 years after the fact or what. How long has Seinfeld been off the air? 20 years? 25 uh, years? Probably. Yeah, I, I think it went off in like 95, yeah. 96. That, that would be like going back and watching reruns of I Love Lucy to catch up. I'm not doing it. Nothing wrong with that. Go ahead, Marty. All right, Kyle Orton turns 35 today. He announces uh, retirement from the NFL in 2014, and he's been helping high school football players. Hopefully he's not giving them any haircut advice. Yes, or uh, indulging in Jack Daniels with them, too. My least favorite Bronco era was the Kyle Orton era, up until now. Up until now. 
So, I mean, I was spoiled. I grew up, it was Craig Morton, it was John Elway, it was Jake Plummer, it was Brian Greasy. I'm glad you acknowledge that. I'm glad you acknowledge that your expectations are out of work. Yes, they are. So, there's nothing wrong with that. No, but, the I mean, Kyle that's the Orton source era. of most of your venom. The source of most of your venom is that your expectations are out of whack. No, it, we don't live in Cleveland and Cincinnati. We don't live in Tampa. We don't live in normal cities where you didn't enjoy this kind of a, of a success. The problem I had with Kyle Orton, it's the same problem I had with Trevor Simeon, is the, is the argument I continued to have, and back then it was with Mark Kislin and Eric Goodman on a daily basis basis that he gave you the best chance to win. BC2W. And it was false. Just like Trevor Simeon didn't give you the best chance to win. It was nonsense. Tim Tebow way, gave him the best chance to win, and that proved to be accurate. Back to the I Love Lucy reference. Apple. Sneaky? Ah, not bad. Yeah. yeah. Sneaky for yeah, sure. Pretty good. Go ahead, Marty. <laughs> Alright, this day, uh, 1997, Larry Walker wins MVP. That's why he's the greatest Rocky of all time. <laughs> Just an outlandish statement. Such a Manchester take. <laughs> it is so Manchester. <laughs> Actually, he's second. Nolan Arnato is the greatest Rocky. Even Legwald is in here, Vic, and he's laughing already. Nolan Arnato yeah. is the greatest athlete to ever wear a Colorado uniform in any sport, but Larry Walker is the second best Rocky of all time. Keep going, Marty. All right, 2001. The How many first... MVPs does Todd have? Okay, go ahead. Go ahead. All right, 2001, Zero. the first Harry Potter movie. Premieres, uh, James. You still uh, make your kids watch the Harry Potter? Is that is that still big? They have never ever seen it. I saw the Ooh. first Harry Potter movie, the <laughs> the first half of it three times because the film kept breaking when I was at the theater, and they had to start it over, and then we had to go back when it broke a second time the next day. So that was it for me with Harry Potter. So you're not a Harry Potter guy? Not at all. I've me read either. all se- I've read all me seven either. books. I've seen all seven movies. No. It is the best series yeah. uh, ever created. Yeah, you know oh, what I did? I played on. sports. That's what I did. Go on, dude. Mark. Harry Potter was a badass. Yeah. He played Quidditch. Yeah. When you did Dungeons and Dragons, yeah, we he, had Holy he Family, caught we the damn sports. snitch, dude. That's they, why we went to they, Denver. Don't they, and don't they play That's a why. sport where they fly around on brooms? Yeah, they yeah. play. I'm I'm made out. up. Harry, I'm out. Harry was an athlete. Harry yeah. was an athlete. You and your English buddies can hang out. We're gonna play sports. Go ahead, oh Marty. My gosh, that's bad. Total stud. That Harry Potter. Did you guys see uh, Mookie Betts of the Red Sox bowled a perfect game on Sunday? I did. I heard he's a great bowler. I've talked to CJ about him. I think CJ and Mookie are the two best athlete bowlers alive, apparently, but Mookie's next level. CJ should go ahead and make the career change. Ooh. <laughs> Keep going, Marty. Right, and uh, last year, congratulations. <laughs> congratulations to Petty Valeka. He got married this Hell weekend yeah. in Malibu. <laughs> You know what's crazy is in that wild card game, it was 8-7, and Pat Vileka came so close to making that thing 8-8. I know. He would have been even more of a hero in our book if they win that game on a Patty Bats home run. I do like Patty Bats because I think every team that's fun to watch has that guy coming off the bench that's just a great pinch hitter that comes up in big moments and seems to get it done. I, I'm a, I'm not, I don't like him when he's in the starting lineup. But I love him coming off the bench. We gotta get Patty Bats in the studio just cause he's he kinda like great. a cult hero, you know? Hell yeah! Yeah. Hell yeah! <laughs> <laughs> Alright, that'll do it. We got, we got That's a legend here, so. Yeah. Oh, okay. Thank you, Marty! Uh, no sugar you fix! No reference Mario. that Hoosiers came out 31 years ago today, but that's alright, Marty. He's never seen it. Gosh. What's a Hoosiers? Oh. So you and HW have never seen Hoosiers? Thank God Legwald's here. Jesse, you've seen Hoosiers, correct? Numerous times. Okay, yeah. That's the first they're... time I've ever said that. <laughs> what? Said what? Thank God Legwald too. Oh, yeah. Well. <laughs> It'll be the last. <laughs> let's see. Let's see what you say after this hour. Hell yeah. Jeff Legwald coming up next.
Let's take a minute off to reset the show, please. Altitude 950. This has been your morning sugar fix, brought to you by Lamar's Donuts, going beyond the news to bring you the sweet stories. Altitude 950, Denver's All Sports Station. Coming up on Thursday, the Avs are back from Sweden as they take on the Capitals of Pepsi Center. The puck drops at 7 o'clock with a pregame show, getting it away at 6.35. Mark Moser, the radio voice of the Avalanche, will be on the call. KKSE, Parker, Denver, home of the Nuggets, home of the Avalanche, and the most in-depth and honest Broncos analysis. Altitude 950, Denver's all-sports station. Now, back to Vic Lombardi. You know, we t- 